Why, hello and welcome to episode 186 of Extreme PC UK podcast. I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK all over the place. Um, it's the 2nd of February 2022, and today, who do we have on the show? Hi, Grey Gamer 25. No, sorry, it's Trainspotting Trev. I actually thought it was com- him then. <laughs> Grey will come in a little bit, family things to deal with. Uh, no, Trainspotting Trev and the Trekway for YouTube and uh, podcasting and whatnot. Hi, my name's Ross Light. You can find me on all good platforms underneath the name Ross Light and uh, on LinkedIn underneath the name Ross Light. Hello, I am Comic Clown. Um, you can find me on Discord. That's about it. That's about it. Yes. But he doesn't need to say a lot more no because more everybody videos. around will already know young Comic Clown. He's oh, yes. basically been in our community for a lifetime and he's a long-term... I don't know what the word would be for it. Uh, backseater. Backseater. I wouldn't say you're a backseater. You're everywhere. You're right in the forefront of the Discord. But he just never comes on the podcast. So it's really cool to have him on. And I know there's a lot of people on here listening today uh, and will be listening just because you're on here to get your point. We had questions sent in specially for you. You're special. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but not the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me. Um, but um, anyway, right, we're going to get on with the show. Uh, I've got a few bits to run through. Firstly, I might as well say why Stir Comics on here. Comics from Manchester, and that's where we're going to be going out on the 18th of Feb. We're still going. I'm go- actually, it was Comics that started it, so I was meant to meet him. No, it and- wasn't. Yeah, it was. I was oh, meant yeah, to meet yeah, you at Christmas, yeah. and then something came up, and we didn't get together. Lee Man City, he uh, he dropped out, and it was all like, oh, we'll we'll where do something. Like- I haven't seen him in fucking ages. I oh, know he's always in- he's in prison. I think because he's a hooligan, isn't he? But um, we was all going to meet up and what happened was it all fell through. So I said, we're going to do it in just after Christmas. So we're going to be meeting up in Manchester on the 18th of Feb. Everyone's welcome to come meet us. We'll be going out. I'm, I'm going to get up there midday, meet comic, um, get the hotel sorted, get the people together. And then we're going to go out and have a few drinks. And then we're going to go to a few gaming bars maybe, and then go out for see what happens. Everyone's welcome. If anyone wants to come, uh, just jump into our Discord, Extreme PC UK, and you can see there's a room in there. You can put your details in. Um, we're picking everyone up on the way down from London to Manchester. So if anyone wants a lift, they can jump in. Um, we're splitting the, the the cost or whatever to get there and back. Um, and it's going to be really amazing. So anyone that uh, wants to do that, great. Uh, Taz John, thank you for that sub, man. Really do appreciate it. Um, cheers, dude. Um, hope you're well. Um, moving forward from that, um, if anyone wants to send a podcast question in, just come to our Discord or you can send it into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk and I will get that question and it will go straight on to the next show as soon as possible. Um, and I just wanted to say anyone that's... that's There was a big issue last week with the podcast. As you know, I said a few weeks back, we've changed host to a different hosting company. I put the pod out like normal. I put it out at 12 o'clock every night so that it's ready for everybody in the morning on Friday. Um, they didn't actually post it out for 12 hours, uh, so it didn't. A lot of people complaining in, like, not complaining, but a lot of people text me and saying, like, look, I haven't got the podcast. Um, is there a reason why? Um, get a theory, Nick. I'll get a theory. You on. set the wrong time for this new podcast provider, and you put 12 p.m. instead of 12 a.m., didn't you? Not, do you know what? It. I'm not going to lie. I did think that for a little while. <laughs> I did think that. I, I was about, like, mm, is it me? Because what I did do, which I don't normally do, is, and it's annoying for me because it was only three minutes to 12, but I was really tired. So I was like, I'll schedule the podcast to go out for 12. So I scheduled it three minutes before. And I think the scheduling is what might have messed it up. Um, 
But I, the, the point is, though, the bottom line of this is, which is the problem for me is, if I put a podcast out at 12, the reason why I do it at one minute past 12 is because I, I, I measure the downloads from 12 at night till 12 the next night. And whatever I get in that 24 hour, I keep them stats going through every week to see if we get an improvement or, uh, uh, or it degrades. And by them putting out halfway through the day, they messed up my stats for a good three or four days because nothing was how it normally is. Um, and as it's a new podcast, as, uh, a new um, hosting as well, that made it even double bad because it messed up with all my stats. Because, um, I, I, like I said before, Trev, I had to put in every single download ever onto every single podcast. Um, I had to do that manually with every single one, 100 and, 108 of them. So it's worth it. It was otherwise it looked like I don't have any downloads. And on if you have a look on um Podbean is which what we are hosting on now, you can see downloads on there. So it would have all my episodes with like five downloads rather than five hundred downloads, do you know? Mm-hmm. Um which wasn't good. It's not good. Right. As um as comics on and we love comic, um and as soon as the community found out you're on here, there was a lot of excitement. Um so we got a question from Cal straight away. And literally, it wasn't even a question. He just literally wanted to get this in here straight away. And he said, um, podcast question straight away. Um, please ask Comic Clown, Nige, um, for a brief overview of how he got into gaming, especially PC gaming. Also, what was his first PC he gamed on and what specs? Um, what's his bra size? Um, lots of listeners that aren't in here will probably be interested. Um, okay. It's a double D. Well, probably something like that, to be fair. Uh, Sorry, yeah. I, I, whatever you just said, I totally missed it because I muted and I shouted at the kids <laughs> to be quiet. <laughs> I have been slacking at the gym, so. All oh, right. <laughs> anyway, the uh, first PC, okay, it was probably when I was probably about eight. My parents bought a PC. I don't know exactly the specs, but was it cream? You probably, you'll probably know. Yeah, it was cream on this <laughs> box with the monitor on top. On top, yeah. Um, and it said three eight six on it. That probably means something. And to the, you. the 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 um, is it was it a three eight six? Was that the Amstrad? It was a floppy drive thing. No, was it, was it a it blue was screen or green screen? It was Windows. Oh, it was Windows. I'm not sure. Um, Windows three point one. I, I think it was. What people don't realise is I dropped out of PC gaming from probably when I was probably about eight years mm. old until about ten years ago. So everything in between. Yeah, I, I did similar to be fair. Because soon as soon as soon as like your Nintendos and stuff came out, you got into the sort of consoles because you could afford yeah. them, um, and then you sort of went through life following the consoles, Sega, and then it was Nintendos, and then it went on to like PlayStation, and then it went to 360. Mm. It was at the Xbox 360 where I decided to get back into the PCs. Um, but that that was my first one that my parents had. I mean, when I was about 13, I think they saved up some money for me. And I remember going into a micro centre locally in Manchester, yeah. and I just went in. I had a thousand pounds. I went in. I said, "I want a computer." That's all I knew. So... And the guy mugged you right off and sent you home with well, a really crap. I don't know. Computer. It was a thousand pounds, whatever it was. He could have given me anything, but <laughs> I remember it was an Athlon CPU, and I don't even think it had a graphics card because you started with AMD. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them well, off. Get them off. Maybe that was all the budget, <laughs> or I did get ripped off. But I'm surprised he's still here. Uh, I, I remember playing like Counter Strike on that and Sim City, all those old style games. So, did, did uh, that... and then I did actually mess around with that, and I added a, a graphics card afterwards. That's when I started tinkering with them. 
when when the games wouldn't run properly. So you so should I be bought, better at PCs bought... than me. No, you should be. Just just because it, I couldn't, you know, it was just slot it in. It wasn't anything hard, is it? But that was a GTX. <laughs> sorry, six, sorry. Did anyone get that? Six... You just no, slot it in. It wasn't I anything hard. That. Yeah, I, I just well, it's like Lego, face. isn't it? You know, you're, you're proud of me. Just straight face. <laughs> Trev held back. I said it instead. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I added a GTX 6600 GT. I remember that. And that cost about... That's, yeah, it cost about 130 quid back in the day. And that was just so I could, you know, play the newer style games. And how long ago well, was that? GTX 660 or 6000? No, 6600 GT. Yes, I think been... it was just before that. That's... Just before the 660. Yeah, because 660 um, would probably be about... probably about 13. Uh, so it's going back 20 odd years. Wow. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, I was playing with that. And then I went into the console after after that died. Remember, that was having problems with heat and everything. And I actually took the side off. And I was blowing a, a desk fan just into it. <laughs> just to cool it down. People still do that today. I wouldn't be worried about that. Uh, they still do I mean, it. it worked back in the day. I didn't know anything different. But Yeah, um, yeah. Whitey says uh, 386 was the Intel processor. Um, Taz John says, boo AMD. I love it when people say boo AMD because it really gets people uh, gets people on Upset. the case. <laughs> eight thousand eight hundred GT. Yeah, it was the one below that. I think. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I. I don't think I was when you got that. I think I must have stepped out of the PC gaming at that mm. point and skipped all of that. Um, uh, what a lot of people don't realise is I only came back to PC building and that probably about eight years ago. Um, mm. And well, that yeah, only lasted because... a few years, and then obviously I went into the yeah. consoles after. Because that. the Xbox One was so crap, that's why. Like, if you were an <laughs> Xbox, I was in it. I, I had the original Xbox, right? I had the 360. I had the 360 because the original Xbox was so refreshing and new and different. So I thought, get the 360. The 360 yeah. absolutely spanked the PlayStation at the time. Then it came to Xbox One, and then the PS4 pissed all over that. But how many, it was an how awful many 360s machine. did you go through in your time? Just the one, thankfully. Really? I didn't have the ring. I went I didn't have the ring. I didn't have a red ring because that sounds painful. Yeah, and uh, then I, didn't have that I went for about five, and then I started learning how to fix them because all it was, it was overheating, and then it was the um, processor just coming away, like the, all of the little connections breaking off, and they did literally minute come away. So all you had to do was put pressure on it, and it would keep it, it, would keep it working. Um, oh. And you could just there literally... There you go. Yeah, and I fixed quite a few of them, um, which was pretty good. It was quite good because what people used to do is they used to get rid of their Xboxes and then I would get them and fix them and then sell them. Um, good profit. And then they'll break again. And then they break again a couple of weeks later. <laughs> yeah, because the fix is only ever temporary. I, I had three Xboxes that died on me, one of them being the limited edition Halo 3 Xbox. I'm still very salty about that salty. because, I, yeah, I sent it off to get repaired. They couldn't replace, they couldn't repair it, so they had to replace it. And they gave me a basic Xbox back, and I was just like, oh, oh no. I told them I want you to change the skin on it. Uh, at the time, I was only a young kid, so oh. I didn't know what to do with that. I was just really gutted. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Taz John says the 8800 GT cards was OG. I still got the card. <laughs> How crazy is that? Um, well, I gave mine away that 6600 only a couple of years ago. <laughs> I gave it to someone in work that didn't have uh, a graphics card. Hmm. So there's someone still out there. So he obviously had an old PC that he it's been passed down it. a million people now. Mm. But um, yeah, I went from the Xbox 360 
Um, and then I had a Golf GTI sitting outside my house and I started using a work van. So I was like, the car's just sitting there. So I was like, I'm just going to sell it. So I sold it, went in the PC shop. I felt like that guy was trying to mug me off. So then I went home and just started doing it myself, basically. And that's how I got back into it and started learning everything. Then I built a website. Then I went to build them for people. And a lot of people that are PC builders, they do the same thing. They build their computer and then they want to build another one, but it's too expensive to build one again for yourself. So what you naturally do is you try and help other people for free and then you start getting a bug for it, and then you, that's how you sort of switch into that mode. I've done a whole thing called nickspcruo.com before I started Extreme PC UK. RUO? Uh, what does that Every, for? Everyone, everyone used to just mug me off about the name. I'd be like, nickspcruo.com, and they'd be like, what is that title? And what it was meant to be was Nick's PC Repairs, Overclocking, and Upgrades, or something like that. It was, and it, it made sense at the time. <laughs> oh, dear. But, and then... You live and learn, don't you? So I put that out, and every single person that I obviously sent that to, every web page, everything, didn't have a clue what it was about because it just looked like a load of letters. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I've actually got the original cards still here, a pack of them that I sold and I put through people's front doors. Do you know what? I put 2,000 flyers through doors. Not one bastard rang me. (laughs) Yeah. It was a problem like, what's this? In the bin. Yeah, I think that's what it was. (laughs) It was just on the bin. But anyway, um, right, let's move on. Welcome in, Comic. Uh, welcome Thank you. to... And you might not see Comic again. You might do. We'll try and pull his arm, but it might take him another year to it's get It's not on. really my kind of thing, but... Yeah, look, he's, put, he's, he's already signed a contract saying it's not his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we got rights to your likeness. Uh, and... yeah, when, you, when you're already in, you're screwed, screwed. We've all been trying to get out for ages, man. We've got a contract <laughs> for life. You can't yeah. get out. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say, um, you'll notice Gray's not here. He's got some stuff going on at home. Um, he's going to try and jump in in about half an hour, but he might be and he might not. If he does, he'll just jump in. He won't do no introduction stuff. He'll jump in, carry on, and jump out. Um, so it's all good um, if he does come in. The, ne- the next thing I want to talk about, just quickly before we get into the actual games and stuff like that, is um, it was the end of the month yesterday, weren't it? And as you know, we've started playing Xbox uh, now, so we've got gamer scores. Um, there was a few people... Like Ross, that thinks he's got the Terry Big Spuds with the gamer score, when clearly he hasn't. Um, so I've got Not the much. scores here for the last month. Of every... If anybody wants to join this leaderboard, all you've got to do is come on Discord and send me a message with your... or put in the main chat that what your Xbox gamer tag is. Um, you don't have to talk to us or anything. You just literally put your gamer tag, give it to me, I'll add it to the, my friends list. It'll automatically come up on my leaderboard. Um, and every month, we're probably likely to point out how many scores we've got like for that month. Um, sadly, I came third. So in first place this month was Lord, and he had three thousand nine hundred eighty-five. That dude, man, he—he's literally—he's relentless at playing the Xbox. Literally, I go away, I come back half an hour later, and he's done another thousand points or something, five hundred points. Like he's on it. I think he's playing everything. He's literally playing every time. game, and smashing it. <laughs> um, in second place we got Ruthless, Ruthless Ace. And he's got 3,550. And in third place, it was me with uh, 3,125. And then it was Ross in nowhere place because he didn't do anything. He just had a big mouth about how good he was at Xbox when he didn't play. I got at least 1,000 gamers score last week. Go on. I said I got 1,000 gamers score <laughs> last week. I'm sure I should be on there somewhere because I got more than a thousand gamer score. I'm not at nothing. Um, just, just, uh, just in case, because comic doesn't know this yet, but <laughs> you'll see him laughing. 
because I'm shouting downstairs that everybody be quiet. Um, just so you podcasters know, the podcast can't hear what I'm saying, can you? Podcast can't hear me. No. Only you lot can hear me. <laughs> uh, so what just happened is I asked everybody in my house to be quiet, but they're all arguing downstairs. So I muted and was like, shut up. And I looked back and then you lot are just creasing up. It's all good. People what people listening, if you want to see what's going on, all you've got to do is just come into Twitch Extreme Peace UK and you can actually watch my mouth shouting really loud. Um But yeah, sorry, what was you saying? I, I totally got cut off there. <laughs> no no worries. Uh I was saying I've got at least over a thousand gamer score. I shouldn't be at nothing. No, to be fair, you probably have got over a thousand, but the people on my list, you just come somewhere down there, I didn't even get to you. Because <laughs> a thousand in this game is nothing. Yeah, I know it's not. I'm gonna be playing. If he was Willy Wonka, it would be you lose, you get nothing. Um, is that part of Willy Wonka? Is it Willy Wonka? It is that, isn't it? I've never heard him say that. <laughs> I'm sure that's Willy Wonka. <laughs> you know, that over not... my stream, that you oh, not no. keep playing the sound bites where it's like you lose. Good day, sir. It is that. Yeah, you get nothing. Yeah, it is. It is. See? Good day. Yeah. Good, good day, day, sir. You lose. You said it's a. You said it so casually. <laughs> it's because I was, I was like... just going by your play style. You were so casual, you got nowhere. So, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you're going to make up for it this month. Despite you, I'm going to play Avatar and just get a thousand achievements. <laughs> um, right, so off the back of that as well, something that just randomly happened is, um, like I always say, me and my missus, we like to sit on the sofa and just play random games, like little games and that. Um, uh-huh. And we started playing... <laughs> we started playing Peggle 2. Not Pegging, Peggle 2. Um, before anyone says anything. Something that was completely different. Yeah, because someone was blatantly going to come and say that, weren't they? Porch. No, I don't know who Oh, would say come that. off it. I know you lot, and I know you <laughs> listeners out there as well. I know what all you dirty minds have got. Anyway, um, so we were playing Peggle 2, and then I was just playing single player with my missus, taking it in turns. Uh, again, not Pegging, it was Peggle. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. So basically, I noticed that on the single player, you get scores. It shows you all your gamer list of people of scores. And I noticed there's a few other people there. Um, so I started mentioning it on, the, on like the podcast last week and in the Discord. And a few people came forward and said, right, I'm getting on this. You, Trev, did you even get on it? Peggle, no, I didn't. No. Oh, it's Peggle 2, not Peggle 1. Sorry. I've never even heard of this game. What kind of oh, game? Well, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you jump to the second game before playing... The first game. Oh. Uh, no, I didn't actually. <laughs> I played Peggle 1 before. I'm sure I did. Uh, Someone's going to check it, it and come back and say, no, you didn't. It might be a different one. But if I didn't play the first one, it's because it was on Xbox 360 and it looked crap. Um, but this one's on Xbox uh, One. So, or what is it? Xbox X. Um, but anyway, <laughs> getting back to the point, yeah. Because that could go down a really long hole, that. <laughs> um. I said I said to everybody, look, if everyone wants to get on it, try and beat my scores. And Shell and his jammer was up there quite a lot. Lord was in there a couple of times. Um, and I said, look, I'm going to start a leaderboard to see who can get the highest. But the problem is I actually didn't get to actually play it for that much longer. So there's not really any of us that won. But I will say there's me, there's Shellbug, um, there's Lord and it's jammer. And we've all got about the same on the what top is titles. It? What is the it's game? It's just a game where you like... I don't, I don't understand know. It's not, it. It's not a like. It's not a triple A game. It's but it is a proper game, um, and what it is, you've got a little gun, and it, imagine like Candy Crush or something, yeah, uh-huh. like that sort of setup. 
when you've got a gun and you've got to fire the, the balls at other balls and make them disappear um, and you've got to get right. rid of all the orange ones not the blue ones it's very simple um, and okay. it's, but it's really quite a funny game it's quite a cool little game it's very very addictive you just want to keep firing off more and more balls um, not the blue ones Egg 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 I've lost Egg Trev again I've lost him straight away Egg Egg <laughs> by looking at that I've never seen this game but by looking at the pictures of that it looks like the old game on the Sky Remote the B one remember that yeah that on was a Sky good game TV. That yeah. was one of the first games that came out on, like, Sky TV. I played the whole way through that game. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, and this is exactly the same thing. And it's got scores. It's got loads of special stuff. It's It's got really funny stuff in it as well. Like, there's, there's like, a... Um, I don't know if it's a beaver. Is it a beaver? But, like, as you're doing it on the ice, he's mooning at you. He keeps, keeps mooning and they keep blurring it out. But it's quite funny. The sounds are funny. But I didn't want to talk about the game. I just wanted to literally talk about that everybody got involved and it seemed like quite a fun thing. So if anyone's got Peggle 2, um, not Pegging, then we can all play together. Yes, definitely. And it's got good good achievement scores on there. Very easy. Now we know why he's on it. All of a sudden, everyone on the podcast is like, Nick's got this new thing of playing crap games to get points. <laughs> but it is what it is, people. It is what it is. Um, right, let's get into the real podcast now. And let's talk about some real stuff because um, we didn't get we didn't get Comic Con here just to talk about what happened there. Did you see that? All the stuff no. just fell off my shelf for no reason at all. Ghosts. There was ghosts. It made me jump, man. I was like, I just turned around. It was like I don't I don't even know what it was, but something fell off. Anyway, let's get into the the, the real podcast now. Um, it's going to start off with a question um, and quite a serious question, really, um, from Yoda. And he says, um, would you rather play 1440 at 144 hertz or play 4K at 60 hertz? Who wants to go first? Me. Go. Uh, 1440 at 144 hertz because it gives you more competitive edge in shooter games like FPS shooters because it's uh, higher frame rates means you can react quicker. But do you feel like you need that edge? Are you good enough yeah. to need that edge? Um, so, uh, in Halo, yeah, definitely. But you're not very competitive. <laughs> you you came last. You came nowhere. I'm not very competitive. Oh, to be honest, <laughs> in in that terms, no. But if you were to play me in a game, Nick, I'd whoop your ass. To be fair, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I played um the cycle with you, and you're pretty good. Um, and I I've actually seen Ross. No lie, we was at Insomnia, and he just goes, "I'm going up on stage, massive, great esports stage of all famous esports players." I don't know how he wangles his way up there. He gets onto one of the teams, and then he starts battering people. He came first one one game, didn't you? I never played the game before. Either. What was it? Overwatch like, two or something? No, Valorant. Was I was Valorant. trying to figure out the controls halfway through. Luckily, I had someone coaching me through it. It's like this is what you do. I was like, okay, shoot. Yeah, and you killed everybody on the team, and they were big players as well. It was insane. I didn't know how I got halfway through that game. Yeah, which is uh, fair play to you. Done really, really well. Um, Whitey says uh, 1440 at 144. Um, what, what do you reckon, Trev? Neither, technically, because oh. I want to have my cake and eat it. But if you have a gun to my head, I'm going to choose, choose 1440p at 144. Do you know I personally game it 4K 100 frames plus because I want both. But not so everyone can so do you, that. So You just come in to upset the listeners. Like They give you a question. Well, you're like... Do you know what? Stop their question. I want it all. I, 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 I do want it all. Any of this. Like, what? 
it's like, what's the point of having a cake if you can't fucking eat it? Is what someone famous once said. I think it was Billy Connolly actually. So, oh, I like Billy Connolly. Um, He's cool. Yeah, the big game. But yeah, so it would be the same as Ross, definitely, hands down. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest as well. I would, mm, I would go fourteen forty. Um, I would, I would normally go with the graphics, uh, like the the resolution over, um, the hertz. But I just think sixty hertz is just too far gone now. If you change Nick. the question slightly and you change it to, would you rather play at four K hundred hertz or fourteen forty at three hundred hertz? Then I would yeah, go with four K. Yeah. I think the sixty See, the sixty frames to a hundred frames is, is, is too slow now. Four four K sixty is fine for console because that seems to be the norm. And I actually joke because the, the consoles can't even always hit four K sixty these days. Yeah. But that's the norm for consoles, so I like my shiny. I've got a four K gaming monitor that goes hundred and forty four. I've got a four K TV that goes to four K hundred and forty four, so I like my 4K and my frames. You see, I, I've got a really nice monitor. Um, it was one of the best monitors back in the day. It's like an Asus Ultra Wide. Um, it's only 100 hertz, uh, but it's really, really good quality. Um, and to be fair, I I had, don't really play over 100 hertz because I use this monitor all the time. So, but if I go to 60 hertz, I really, really notice it. And for the last, I'd say for the last 10 years, everyone was always like, "Oh, you've got to have not 30 frames. You've got to have 60 frames to see smoothly." That was the way it was. 60 frames is smooth. You all aim to get over 60 frames. Do you remember that? Was you all yep. like that? Now, yep. Now yep. I think that's gone out the window. It, it's 100 frames now, or 120 at least. Like, Well, with so, G-Sync, does it matter? If you, G-Sync, it smooths it out. So, Yeah, it smooths it out, I but think, go on. I think it's a bit different as well with PC using a mouse. You can spin around really quick. See, yeah. I've been playing the PlayStation on a controller this you week on, on a 4K TV. And no, I've not noticed the 6 hertz too much because the controller seems to move slowly when you just, you know, you, you're not flicking it around as quick as a mouse. Yeah, but I find even so if you do flick I've it not, around... I've not found it too bad, to be honest. Yeah, but so I would choose, from a PC, I'd, I've always gamed 1440 it, it, it might be, honestly, it might be because of my TV because <laughs> I've got a 100 hertz monitor here but I've got a 60, my, my, my monitor downstairs, my TV, is um, only 60, but mm. it is Aww. a 75-inch TV. So, 60-inch, mm. man. 60 hertz, that's it. That's a shame, man. Yeah, because it can't, for some reason, it can't do 120 um, on on the Xbox, which was a bit annoying, but I just bought, the, I, didn't, I didn't have the Xbox when I bought the TV, and I had no reason to have a fast TV because I didn't have a computer on it. Do you know what I mean? Up until last year, there was only, I think, two or three different tellies that actually did over 60 hertz. Yeah, because they don't the, really the use The LGs, it, they? Panasonic, and now the Sony's do It's it. the norm now, though. I'm right yeah, into the last, TVs. It is now, yeah. Last year, when these consoles came out, there was only the LG that did higher than 60. Yeah. Um, Lord says uh, 4K 120. Um, Exit says, I'm going 8K Ultra in Star Citizen. He's he's a Star Citizen man. Me and him done a stream to the other, to together the other day. It was really, really cool. There's going to be more of them streams coming out. Um, as soon as Star Citizen works nice. Um, yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit mash-up at the moment. You never know what you're going to get. I tried to load onto it earlier on, and it just wouldn't load. Um, OLED HDMI 2.1, Whitey says. Yeah. Have it. You need, you need the yep, different same. cable, don't you? Same. I've got that LG upstairs as well. Um, but I've not tried the console or my computer on it. I do oh. love TVs, man, and technology and gadgets. I nearly took it to the next level. I was nearly tempted to get the Xbox One, put it up here, 
in the daytime, plug it into my 100Hz monitor here, because I've got a capture card there, and stream it from my PC, so that I've got all my overlays and everything running, but with my Xbox games. It's not an do, Xbox it One. It wouldn't do over, um, ultra-wide, though, would it? Does it support ultra-wide? I, I don't know, I've never does. even thought of that, to be fair. I'm not sure it does. I think you can, if you even if it doesn't, you can still... Like segment it out into different sections, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but it, like the problem with that yeah, you is, might get the, bars is the frame again. rate. Yeah, you'll get two blars down the left and right, and like you said, sometimes you get really bad frame rate, which is why I have so many arguments with people on stream. They're like, "Why is bit of your screen missing?" I'm like, "I'm on an ultra wide," and then they're like, "Well, why don't you just change the resolution?" And I'm like, "Because it gives me a really weird frame rate. It just doesn't work nice." Or I have to have the bars like comic. You've seen it when I've had the black bars at the top. Yeah, you yeah. don't mind it, but I feel like a lot of people don't like it. Um, well, some games you really need to see the whole screen, don't you? Otherwise, you, you're missing a bit. Yeah, the, the best thing in games is is when they allow you to um, they allow you to move your user interface into the center of the screen, so it's like a normal normal resolution, uh, normal um, ratio, and then you just got the extra bit of screen for me, so I can see it, but they can't. Um, and I was going to say one other thing that just popped to my mind uh, for Exit and anyone that does like Star Citizen. Um, Something we've been talking about for a long time, not me and you, Exit, but me and Comic have been fiddling around with it for a long time. You know, I was talking about how it cuts off all my uh, dials because of the screen um, shape. They've literally just put an update in uh, in the last couple of days where now you've got a new slider so that you can change it so that the field of view comes out for an ultra wide so you can see all of the um, screens. Which you couldn't do before. It would, it would stretch it roundwards, but it wouldn't bring it outwards, um, which is pretty cool because now I know I can piss about of it and see what I need to see. When I'm in a fight with someone, I can actually see the ship I'm shooting at. Um, but yeah, it was a it's good like, question. Uh, What's that? I can't really see what they, I was going to say, just like trying to fire in the firefight, just like, what button do I click? I can't see it. No, it's not that. Down what happens is you have these screens, like these <laughs> monitors, and on one of them you have your shields, on the other one it has their shields. And their damage, but you've got four of them, two above, two up, two below. And the thing is, because my ultra wide, it cuts off a bit at the top of the screen and a bit off the bottom. So I'm like, is this guy gonna ever gonna die? I can't see his shields going down because it's like that, and I have to look around. It's just it's just really hard and fiddly, which I don't want. Um, I actually am looking into getting a much bigger screen. Um, and I actually got a new screen over there, uh, a much bigger one, but I don't know if it's too big to play the games on. Um, so but right, let's move on anyway. Um, oh. Hey, Great Gamer 25. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Great Gamer 25's here. Yo, dude. He'll he'll pop up in a minute. Um, wait, I got to make sure. Wait, I got to make sure I'm seeing it. Is that comic? Oh, is that really <laughs> comic? Hello. Oh, okay. Where's your Extreme PC UK t-shirt? Sacked. I, Off the plug. I didn't have time. I was doing, I had a family thing going on and I just couldn't get. And there was me thinking he had that t-shirt tattooed to his body. I, I still got the logo. <laughs> 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 Ross has got the shirt on. He's rocking it. It's funny because me and Gray was talking earlier on, and he actually had a go at me. And he went, "Why you never got your t-shirt on? It's your podcast, and there's no t-shirt. You're taking the absolute <laughs> piss." I, I come on as the number one fan. I got the shirt, I got the coffee cup, and I got the background. And I'm going like, "I'm the number one fan." <laughs> uh, Gray, this shirt gets you places. It does. That, I'm you know, not even joking. That shirt it's really funny. does, and, and not because I'm boasting. That does get you places. I was at Insomnia, <laughs> and I've had so many people. Come into the show, yeah, with my t-shirt on and walked straight in because they think they work with me. <laughs> one time I That's even had one. it where one of the um, like hostess women outside who's working for Insomnia 
actually brought a dude in with the team. It was you. Was it you, Ross? Yeah. Brought him in. Uh. Yeah. He wasn't even. He wasn't even there. Brought him in and said, "I found this guy outside." Um. Obviously, I saw his T-shirt, Nick. So he's obviously with you. And so I brought him in, and I was like, "Yeah, he's not meant to be here." <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but you got in well early, didn't the, you? Uh... Behind closed doors and all that. I never wear the good? shirt out anywhere. You know, I only wear it when I'm on, you know, camera stuff for you guys. But He's once, embarrassed. Once or twice, I have worn it out just because I forgot. And I've actually had people, like, stare at me and kind of like, like, you know, they're like, want to ask me a question, but they really don't. Really? <laughs> like, why, why yeah. do you have UK on your top? No, I get that stare, too, I'm sure. But they look mm. like they're, they're like this. They're like, like they want to ask me a question about a computer. <laughs> and then they'll do it. And then Gray's like, I don't know. Who do you think I am? <laughs> I just wear the shirt, man. I don't know anything. Um, for show says, uh, yay, Gray is in the house representing Extreme PC US. I thought he'd spelt that wrong for a little while. <laughs> um, but right, let's get yeah. on with this. Gray, you came in just yeah. at the right time. Um, cool. So I, it's funny because I, um, we spoke about this game. I didn't realize this, but it's on, because uh, I was looking back at the old past podcast. It's on one of the titles. Um, I've mentioned this game, but I've not played it. Um, Kerbal Space Program. Now, mm-hmm. I played this probably a few years back. Now, I say played it, but I probably hadn't played it. I think I probably looked at it and thought, don't know what's going on here. Switched it on like and switched it, off, switched it off. Like Grey. Pretty like much gray. like Grey. Yeah, we ain't <laughs> going to go into that yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> Later, though. <laughs> but we understand. Um, but yeah, so I got into this this time round... Um, and I'm not going to lie, I still didn't do the tutorial. I just started playing it. Um, and do you know what? I went straight on stream playing it as well. That and would explain a lot. That very technical so game, much. very hard learning curve. You very really technical. need to, yeah, you really need to look into this and do stuff. But I couldn't bother with all that. I just wanted to fire rockets up, and I thought it would be really funny just to fire rockets off left, right, and center. Now, you're Kirby... looking, man. That's it's not why we sat on the launch pad for 20 minutes, wasn't it's it? It's not Guy Fawkes Night, man. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Cheney, man, that's a lot of bits, dude. That's 1,500 bits. Holy crap. Man, Jesus, cheers. You, you, love sharing your bet, you love sharing your bets over everyone, don't you, man? Oh, man, I really do appreciate that. Thank you, dude. I hope you're well. Um, yeah, I've bitted himself. Taz, you've got to beat him now. You've got to beat him. See <laughs> oh, what I've done you for mean, your neck? You're welcome, you mate. You don't do this. You make me feel really bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Feel bad. Just take it in. So... <laughs> Basically, I got into this game and I started streaming it. I had no clue what to do, and I just thought, do you know, you know what it's like when you're on um, Twitch. You get you get like backseat gamers left, right, and center anyway. So I thought this is the perfect game for them to come and tell me what to do. Like rather than be like, don't backseat game me. I was like, bring it on, because I ain't got a clue what I'm doing, and I was literally lost. I, comics not lying. I was literally sitting on the launch pad, going, well, I've got my rockets all there and that. I don't know how to make the thing fly. And for ages, yeah, I'm talking about half an hour, we're just there looking through things, pressing buttons, building rockets, putting them away, building rockets, putting them away. And then all of a sudden, um, a guy called FarmDev comes on, fair play to him, and he's like, dude, you just need to press the space bar. And what it was, I couldn't get it to get the different rockets, because everything on a rocket works in sequence, doesn't it? So you have like 10 sequences. One is yeah. to like do the bottom engine, and then the decoupling to break it off, and then another engine, so on. And... So he showed me that, and I was like, oh, wow. Um, but over the last week, I've got into this game, um, and it, do you know what it does? Gray, you said you've done the, the tutorial of it, but I haven't played it. Did you find the tutorial pretty awkward? I haven't played the tutorial, no. so I don't know. 
Um, it, there's a lot to pay attention to in the tutorial, which is it's overwhelming. Gets boring. I guess it, it depends on the person. I guess I I didn't really find it overwhelming, but I could see how it could be. Yes. Um, but anyway, when I was looking at it, I thought it was the funniest thing. I started cracking up because I wa I didn't I wasn't there for your stream, but I watched part of the rebroadcast. So I'm watching you go like you just said. You know what do I do with it? And then when you hit the spacebar button, you flipped out. You're going like, this isn't gonna happen. This isn't gonna happen. If I hit spacebar, it's not gonna launch. Don't tell me this. And you hit the spacebar, and it took off. And you're going like, oh. Yeah, because we'd you been sitting there half an hour just to realize it's just a spacebar press to make the difference. Well, well here's thing the happen. funnier part. Then, then all that came back to me as I'm doing the tutorial. Very early on, in the tutorial, they say hit the spacebar, <laughs> and, and I'm like, man, if you'd only saw the tutorial, you would have known right away. Yeah. See, the thing is. <laughs> Some, I'm not. I feel like sometimes the tutorials put me off the game. I feel like if I do the tutorial, I'm gonna get bored and be like, I can't bother with this, and I leave. But a game of game that Certain hard is pay attention. Yeah. Really, yeah, 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 you do. It's you a really real do. learning curve, man. But to be fair, I talked Gray into playing this game. Um, I know he'd have an interest in it, and I know that it's right up his street because he's like Mr. Science. Yep. So in our Discord, we have a science and space room. Gray's the main person that puts all the details in there. So. I was like, great, you've got to play this game. So when I found out you hadn't done tutorial, I was like, oh, man, you hadn't done tutorial. I was like, how many rockets did you fire? He's like, man, I've done the tutorial. I was like, you didn't even fire a rocket, man. <laughs> I did fire one. It was he's a little too, one. He, he's too old to be firing rockets, to be <laughs> fair, mate. So. Well, you know how you do it? You build the first one where it's just the one, uh, the, yeah. mod, the service mod on top of the one below. That's all I built. So I, so I, launched, that, I launched that one. Then what was funny is the little help thing on the side says, Oh, go ahead and hit these keys so that you can, you know, practice yaw and pitch and all that stuff. So I'm going, all right. So I start playing with them, and all of a sudden, the son of a bitch starts spinning, and I'm like, oh my god! And I'm sitting there trying to stop, and I crash right into it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for me, I've done pretty much the same thing. Now, a bit, little bit of background for everybody before we talk about the rockets is it's a strategy game where you own your own um, space. Was it? What do you call it? Space center. Um, yeah. And you've got it just like how you had the old strategy games where you've got like your runway, you've got a launch pad, you've got a warehouse where you build them, you've got a storage place, you've got an astronaut's place, and you've got research and development, and you've got missions. And what actually happens in this game is, when I first played this game before, I thought all its depth was just firing, because it's got real physics, I thought it's, all of its depth is just firing rockets into space, and that's it. What I didn't realize is, is that... It's got loads of missions, and the whole thing starts off from a little tiny rocket with like five items in it, all the way up to massive rockets with hundreds of items in it. It's got a whole tech tree, it's got a whole research tree that you unlock as you go. Um, and every time you do a mission, you have to get science points to unlock more stuff. So you start off and you build a basic rocket. It's got like one engine, it's got one like like fin so to keep it aerodynamic. It's got a pod for a man to go in, and you have to put a, put one little man in there. You press the space bar, thing just pisses off into the sky, you get so far, and it'll go, congratulations, you've got to 70,000 feet, which is the highest you've had so far, blah, blah, blah. And then it lands, you get science points, you unlock the next version. As you go through, it gets more and more missions, and they get more and more intense. Go and survey this place, or go and do that in this place. Cheers, uh, Cider Bob, for them 100 bits, thank you. And just quickly, uh, Cheney said, uh, just wanting to say thanks for all the, for such a great pod for everyone. Um so cheers dude really do appreciate them cheers cider bob um so yeah you go through and you do these missions now i found this to be really quite exciting because it was like the missions that they were giving me was like it ramps up so it started off with try and get up into orbit 
So at that point, you're just messing around. You're like, I'm just going to whack as many rockets in this as I can. And then it's like, oh, it's too heavy, too long. Uh, you've got, there's all these different parameters that you've got to stay within. As the, as the missions start getting tougher, it's like, right, you need to do a survey. And so basically, when you click on all the different little items of the, of the rocket, all the items have information and you can click buttons on them as you go. So you get all of your, like, all of your little boxes up and then you press the space bar, it takes off. And as it's going off, you can do like science and research with these different items that you unlock. So like there's this liquid goo you can put on it. If you survey that goo when it's up in space, it will give you so much science and you can upgrade. And the whole game's based around upgrading, getting harder missions, upgrading, getting harder missions. And that in turn gets you more parts. Um, and I've only upgraded about five or six of the tech trees. So I went from like normal rockets to bigger rockets um, and then I went like aerodynamics, so I got a load of different wings and fins. Um, and I just got to the second one where I've got liquid engines, which are the kind of engines that push you once you're out in space in orbit. They're the ones that push you around. Um, and I got to the stage of the game, and it, it does take a long time, and you do waste a lot of time. But it's an experiment every time. And this is why it was so good for stream, because when I'm on stream, and comic, I bet you was pissing yourself watching me play it this game. It was a good one. Yeah, it was funny. Every time, obviously, this is me. I'm not very um, what's the word for it? Because I don't think I'm too thick. Um, not a rocket but, scientist. But I'm not a rocket scientist. You're not a rocket scientist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the funny thing was, everyone in the stream was telling me like, do this, do that. Wait until you get to max Q. Oh, I'm like, I don't know what max Q is. All right, wait until you get to this. Um, and then we had like, this whole thing about me trying to orientate the ship to where north is because you get like a compass. But I could, didn't know which way I was facing to start with. So everybody's just taking a piss out of me. Like, and I'm trying to work it out. And it was really quite funny on stream. But it was actually funny. But it actually turned, like, funny into serious. Because we all actually... And I could tell, like you, Comic, you were just watching. But I could tell at this point, you had got pulled into this as well. You was, you was, you was uh, like, avidly I was watching. watching it for, I was watching it for too long instead of fucking working was the problem <laughs> i did, I did find yeah, it interesting because it's thing is, such a different game i would have thought it's people not... would have been like this is boring watching nick mess this up but mm. everyone was getting locked in and being like well, why are you doing that for that's just stupid why are you doing that and i'd be like i don't know why am i doing this and we've done loads of crazy things but it actually got to a serious point where we'd done the first couple of rockets and they went off but then people were like what mission are you doing now and i was like oh i've got to get four people into space um but i didn't have enough power so we're doing all these different combinations but I had to leave that mission because I didn't have the power, whatever I'd done, whether it's big rockets, small rockets, lots of rockets. <laughs> Tried all this different stuff, didn't work. Anyway, we got all the way through the game, and I managed to get it to where I'm trying to get into orbit. And at this point, we're on next level. We got. I'm trying to put as many rockets on as possible. I get out into orbit, the thing spins out of control. Someone says, you can control it. Then I'm trying to learn how to control it out in space. So at this point, we're going straight up, and then we're trying to fire a rocket sideways. That just kept. I kept killing people like over and over again. These little, these little Kerbal people were just getting battered all over the place. If that didn't happen, they were just burning, coming back to the planet, um, and they were just firing off in all different directions. And I've got to say, the game, uh, for as strategy games go, it's a game that I really like. I I do worry that it's going to get a bit too technical for me to carry on, like because I don't feel that I've got the time. I've been. I watched a few people. Did any of you watch any other streamers, or just look at them as you was looking at mine? No, yeah, mate. They had space stations in space, and they were docking their ships on them and stuff like that, and they're putting people out in space. 
Um, and I just looked and I thought, that looks overwhelming. I don't know if I'm going to get that far. Um, and I got quite close to it today where I was doing it and I got to the point where the rocket had to go into orbit and it just felt like it was something that I don't feel like I would know how to do and it's too time consuming to do it. But the firing of the rockets and all the other stuff, like if I took the time to continue doing it, it was really fun. Um, I have a question. Go on. So when you were trying to control this ship you're using, I'm assuming WSAD, right? Mm. But it's supposed to be as close to realism as you can get, short of being inside the space program yourself. So why, in real life, they 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 pre-program it with what they want it to do and go yep. up and when to throttle up and down. They very rarely actually get a joystick out and start moving it. In fact, they don't. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> so, like, why are you using WA, yeah, WSAD to answer. control it? I haven't, I haven't got enough science to research it yet. <laughs> oh, so that's a thing that will come then. All right. Yeah, okay. so the way it starts, and this is what I was trying to explain to Gray about the game, because um, he'd done the tutorial, and I was like, did you just... Did you just piss about with any rockets? And he's like, no, it's a serious game. I want to learn it seriously. Um, I want to learn from it as I go, which is fair enough. Um, but for me, it was like, I'm just going to mess around firing rockets. And as I keep messing... Because the thing is, what it does is, which is really good, is if you fire a rocket off and it crashes, you get the option to revert it back to the landing pad and reverse time. Or you can revert it back to building so you can change the way you've built it. So if I fire it off and it's too short, I can revert it back to the landing pad and then turn the throttle down a little bit, and then retry. And if that fails, I can revert it back and retry. It only If you get it out into orbit, it won't let you revert it. At that point, if your guy ain't got a parachute, he's dead. Like, you know? Um, and the whole game is all based around if you get enough science from doing stuff, you can upgrade more stuff. And basically what happened for me is I started focusing on... I knew I couldn't get into orbit because I wasn't powerful enough yet. And I couldn't get these four people into orbit because that was even more powerful. So what I started doing was going back and doing little missions like survey this area. Because what happens is you can, in, in your first couple of like upgrades, you get a lot of like science stuff. So you get like this black goo that you can stick on in this pod. And as you're flying, you can record what it does, where it goes, and that gives you science. You can put an aerial on your rocket so you can send with electric. You can send it back a signal once you're out in space. You can put um, like thermometer and you can put like um, a barometer, I think it is, or something on there. And basically, you don't have to put these on, but if you put them on and you can put them on with a the weight and it fits in, you can fire it up. And as a little side thing to what your mission is, you can do these science projects to give you science and send them back to Earth. Even if your guy dies, you've sent it back by transmission. So, And then it unlocks more stuff. And it sort of it's got a very, very smooth balance of how far you can get. You, there's no easy way to do it. You can't just be like, I'm going to pack loads of rockets on there and send it off. It's like you put too much rockets on, it knows. And it says you've got too much rockets. It's too tall. It's too wide. Or it's too heavy. Or there's too many parts. You can only have up to 30 parts on the rocket. And it's all very, very balanced. And it's all it's really, really fun to play. Um, and I don't want people to be put off by this game because it's too technical. It actually has got a really fun side to it. I could give it to my son, who's 10 um, or 11, and he could play it and simply just go into the mission, build a rocket, and he can just fire it off and have fun. It's all real physics, and it's all it shows you what really happens. And like Gray said, it's quite funny because for me on stream, I would do something that I would just normally naturally think would work, and then it goes up, breaks off, because I didn't have like aerodynamics on the second rocket, 
all of a sudden it starts spinning around and just fires off like a firework. And then everyone on stream's laughing like, whoa, that didn't go well, too well, did it? I, I, I did notice that you had um, more than one set of uh, aero fins on. And it made sense for to keep it aerodynamic. But if you look at all the big rockets in real life, they tend to only have one set of fins on them, usually towards the bottom to keep it stable. Because I know what you're thinking, Nick. You're thinking, wait a minute, I've got a second upper stage. It needs fins as well. It doesn't when it's at that altitude. There's very little air. So you don't actually need to stabilize yeah. it then. It's the you know Yeah, that's true. Gray's shaking his head. He knows so there's there's no aerodynamic because there's yeah, no air. So you you don't need them. See the upper set that you've got? Scrap yeah. them, Nick. You well, don't the need thing them. Is, I put the upper set on. You didn't have it. enough fuel, did you, to get high enough. So yeah. you were doing a couple of stages before you could get high enough to yeah. get out the atmosphere. So once you unlock the bigger fuel tanks. I think yeah. that'll all change, won't it? Yeah, so I what happened it... was, so you've got three different sizes. You've got a really big one that burns for a long time, but I'm not far enough in the game to allow two of them, so it's not enough. So then you've got a smaller one, and then you've got half size of that. So to get around the weight, because if I have two of the smaller ones, it's too heavy, so I had to get a big one, a medium one, and a small one. And then I had to have decouplings on each of them to break them off as it goes. A de- a what, no, you had what on Decoupling. I don't know if I've just made that word oh, up. Decoupling. decoupling. I decoupling, wonder what you yeah. were talking... Too many just to figure out what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. <laughs> decoupling <laughs> is what you do with chickens. Is it? That's okay. Is yeah. it? I, I, do, I, will, I'm, I do make my own words up. I'm not going to say I don't. I do. <laughs> I get told it all the time. But I think decoupling sounds better. That's that sounds exotic. Gotta be right when you're science. Listen, I'm, I'm not a scientist, so I'm gonna decouple whatever I want. <laughs> He's a Kerbal. Yeah. He is. Uh, <laughs> I want to say one thing though. One of the things that I like, I don't know if everybody else would like it, but when I was going through the tutorial, I'm a big space program geek, so, but I never really paid close attention to, to the intricacies of the rocket. I knew little this and little that. Um, but as I'm flying it, I never stopped to really realize stuff. So I was learning all this stuff that I thought was really cool. Yeah. Like they were saying that. Uh, for instance, like, like on the final stage, when you're actually going into space, they're saying that the engines differ based on the pressure, the outside pressure, the inside pressure. And when you have an engine on the ground, there's a lot more pressure. But when you get into space, you need engines that work in lower pressure or higher pressure as opposed to middle pressure. Or And I'm like, oh, wow, I never even thought about that. So the engine that, that is on your last stage as you're finally going into space is a totally different engine and operates totally different, even though it looks like the same thing yeah. almost. But, it doesn't operate the same. But this totally is what the engine. issue was. So I've now got a rocket, say, and this is great. Me and you are going to have to play this game still, and we're going to yeah. piss the tutorial off, and then I'm going to run <laughs> you through what I know, and then we'll play it because it'll be much more fun. Um, I want to play I want to play one of the green kerbals inside while you're blasting me off. <laughs> but that didn't what sound now? good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Sorry, he's put me off. I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> I'm definitely not blasting Gray. I know off. it sounded weird, but this is science. This is science. Keep your you, yeah. you like some younger, not older. <laughs> we've got her now. All science. Someone blatantly keep, keep, cut, keep your cut that one bit and go. <laughs> Gray's only blasting Nick off again. Rocket <laughs> <laughs> yourself, pal. His new meaning, meaning to the word. No, never mind. Oh, I forgot so, what I was going to say now. I forgot. Ugh. I've got one more uh, question. Rocket, uh, your third stage. Rocket. All right, All right. comic. Hold your question for one second. Okay. I'm going to just say that bit. So basically, what was happening with me is I had three rockets, a big one, a little one, and a smaller one. But the last rocket, like he was going to say, is a liquid um, rocket. So that's one that fires you. That's what you have to have once you get out into space. And that's why I had to have so many rockets and so many aerodynamics. Sorry, Comet, go for it. Um, 
Yeah, how does the money situation work? Because I noticed you said you went bankrupt once, but you had a hell of a lot of like failed launches, if you like. Yeah, so and, the way... and you were playing the career mode. So how does the money? Yeah, so I wanted to play in the career mode, um, and the way it works is you start off with a starting amount. I'm not sure what it is. If it's like a hundred grand or whatever, um, you actually well, have um, you have an administration area like building. And all the buildings as well, they're all upgradable, so you can upgrade all the buildings to level 3 and they get bigger and you get more stuff. Um, anyway, I had an administration um, place, and what happens is when you go to the missions, so I think I started off, say, with like 100 grand. Um, when you go to the missions, it will say, we will if you pick this mission, we will give you this much money. If you win the mission in the time, you'll get this much money extra. You'll get reputation, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you've got two different types of money. You've got money to do the rocket firing it off, and money which is in your bank for buying stuff. Now, when you pick the mission, if you don't do it in the time, you'll lose the money for what they're going to pay you as a bonus. Um, and there's a few other little bits like that. Now, for me, when I was playing it, I would do the rocket, build it, and it would say, at first I got a bit confused, it would say like the rocket's like seven grand to do this mission. So what it would do is, it would say seven grand to do the mission, you do the mission, if it fails and you crash the ship, you lose that seven grand. Um, if you do it again, it basically is going to be seven grand again. Um, but if you use the, if you don't go out into the atmosphere and you crash, you can revert it back to the, like I said, to the, the thing, the um, launch pad. You can try again. If you go out into the atmosphere, that's it. You lose your seven grand. Oh, okay. But the thing that it does do is, when you, if you manage to get back to Earth um, and you land there or something survives, you can actually click on it and you can do recover and that way you'll get back like three quarters of what you spent on that mission. Is that um, equivalent of insurance then? Sort basically, of, yeah. not as much, but sort of. And then what it does mm. is, say you go up and you do a mission, uh, say you go up and you do like some science st activities, but you fail on a mission, you, as long as you get that pod back down to the earth, you can recover it and you can still get all your information off of it. So you still get the science at the end. Um, and then basically that mission will give you money based on the science and stuff. So you sort of get a bonus every time. Um, it's only if you yeah. keep failing missions. Uh, say I've got 200 grand and it's a seven grand mission uh, to build the rocket and fly it. If you keep crashing that and you do that like, what, 40 times, then you're going to run out of money. Um, so you have to balance it out. But I, I quite like the fact that it's a strategy game and it's not because they could have just made it a physics game, which is like realistic and let you play around with it. And it has got that mode. But for me, um, I really do like the aspect of upgrading the buildings, upgrading all the rockets. It's even got a runway. Um, and you can build planes where you put the rockets on the back of a plane and you use the runway rather than the launch pad. Um, and you've also got like the technology. I haven't got that far into the game yet. I've literally done three items into the tech tree of about 50. How far can you go in the tech tree? Have you had a look? Like what kind of things can you yeah, do? Yeah, it goes up to like about 50 items. You can build space stations and you can have people, space stations orbit in it. You can go to other planets. Um, no, that's the next game. Oh, is it? I thought you could do that on this one as well. You can go no, to the solar I, system. The first one you can go to a, a certain oh, yeah. amount. I think oh. I think it's only seven planets limited. Yeah. Uh, the new one you're going to be able to do a bunch more on. Yeah. But yeah, you, you do. You do go out. But the whole go, thing is, it's it's a learning curve every stage. It's a new learning curve. So literally a learning curve because you're trying to orbit. Um, so as far as I've got of the game is, my, my biggest mission at the moment is to get my ship into orbit. And by doing that, you've got a lot of obstacles. So the first one is getting it powerful enough to get it out and to breach through into orbit. Once you're out in orbit, you've got a different engine. So you've got a really heavy, like, 
you need a tank with liquid in it and you need a special type of engine and so the rocket's got to be powerful enough to propel that all the way out but then once Vacuum it's out, engine. yeah but then it's got to be in a certain angle for you and mm -hmm. a certain power to get it to actually go round without just falling back down to earth i've managed to get it where it's three quarters of the way round, but i haven't managed to get it to orbit yet because i haven't got the power so i've been working on doing more research um, so you are suborbital yeah right now so no because i've got into orbit but then I get stuck out there floating around, and I've got no no juice left to. And no one likes no one likes a floater, so you yeah, better exactly. go on that, Nick. <laughs> I'll put loads of floaters up there. <laughs> but that that that's what they did in the early stages of the space program. It's called suborbital. So they would send a rocket up; it would only be up there for a short time, and then it would parachute back down. Yeah, that's all, that's all it did. The first orbit flight came later. John Glenn was the, was the first into orbit, but the astronauts previous to him ended up being like suborbitals until. He came along. I think it was Glenn that, that did the actual first orbital. I never even go. thought about that until I knew it back then. I was going like suborbital. What's that? So everybody was yeah. excited. I'm older than you guys. Everybody was excited when they saw this thing go up and then come down. It was like, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then later, as years go on, we land on the moon, and the rest is history. Yeah, but, but it's cool being able to learn all that stuff. I like that's what I like. But that's even cool. though I've managed, the, the first thing was getting the rocket into into the suborbital. Second thing is getting into the actual space. And now I'm on the situation where it's like trying to get it to orbit just the Earth. And I know once that's done, it's then going to want me to catapult. Because obviously the way it works is you have to get catapulted round. It's then going to get the learning curve of trying to catapult and get into different places in the solar system. And then you've got the whole thing of getting the machine together to be able to land. And all of it, like another thing will be taking parts up into space to build a space station. All of this stuff's in the game and it's all very technical, but... It sort of makes it easy for normal people like me and you to be able to, to learn this stuff. And I learned quite a lot just through um, a couple of guys in my stream, in, in a two-hour stream, um, uh, about space, about, like, in order to get your velocity so fast, it needs to be, like, over one. If it's under that, it's not no good. It's got to be 1.1 to start. And then we went through this whole thing of learning about... If it's 1.1, it will take off, but it's just going to be slow at start. But it will be growing, but it's slow. Um, and there was a lot of stuff on there, and it was really, really like cool. Um, and it does build up and ramp up. But yeah, Kerbal Space Program. Um, has anyone got any more questions about it, or are you all good? If anyone, if anyone plays Kerbal Space Program, and they want any help, um, or it looks overwhelming, let me know because I really do know the basics for it now, and I can just like Gray, when you come on, I can just be like, build the engine, build the ship that you like the look of. And I can literally say, put that there, that there, that there, that there, pressure space bar at each point, And you can literally get into the game. Um, I've got another it... question. Go on. Will you, once you're satisfied with this, will you then move on to the second one? Or will you stick on the first one? Until you've got everything done in the first game. No, I don't think I'm going to get everything done. I don't think I'm going to remotely get half of it done. It's hard. Probably not, no. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun, but it's hard. I don't know if it's the kind of game that I will continue on stream for long because it's the sort of game where you need to you need to be focused offline on your own, like practicing. It's not the kind of game where it's sort of like you could just piss around with it all the time. It gets to the point where it's a bit serious and then it's like you really like, I need to think about this. I can't think about stream and think about this. And then obviously you get, the other thing is you get a lot of people on stream who will want to help you and then it becomes a little bit overwhelming because you're not like me trying to work out you could see on the map where i needed to go but i didn't know how to get there and i couldn't work out the map how to get it to spin around how to get the, the um numbers on there right because i didn't know where i was facing yeah 
and it was a bit of trial and error. Um, and I don't mind looking yep. stupid or anything, but it was a bit tricky. But I will this definitely, is why, definitely get the second one. This is why, Nick, that uh, Gray and I probably wanted to skip the second. Not that there's anything wrong with yeah. the first, because I watched it for ages and I found it fascinating. But Gray said himself playing the tutorial, because you haven't played the tutorial, he has. Uh, it's so such an overwhelming technical game that it's yeah. your one big main game you use for a while. So... I think for both of us, I speak for both of us, we won't want, we would not want to learn that twice over when you have the same mechanics and all the stuff in the second game, but with other stuff added on. So yeah, well, I'm going to watch you for a while yeah, you know, until the but, second but, one comes out. But saying that, what for for a stream, if well, you wanted to keep it entertaining, then yeah, yeah. don't don't learn the tutorial because it's a lot more entertaining that way. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I've done. <laughs> but but no, honestly though, I would like to um, because the thing is, I know that Gray. This is something that he loves, and it'll be fascinating yeah, to him it. to see how deep this is. For me, I would really enjoy to get Gray on a game, and then, or even if, if you're playing, or if I'm playing and streaming it, I, I'd like to get Gray on there and be like, what do you reckon? Because um, I think you'd really enjoy it. It would be really funny um, just we, to experiment together. We could have a together. funny streamer where, I, where I, won't, I, won't, I will only do the moves that you tell me to do. That could be. Yeah, you can come on there, but you can't. You're not blasting off my rocket. <laughs> no, well, no. I, I certainly hope in in the in the far distance future there's going to be a multiplayer aspect to the second game, like way way down there. Yeah, like, that'll be probably fun. a while, and that would be fun because that gets everyone in the exact same game playing together, getting each other's rockets off, touching each other's rockets, firing each other's rockets <laughs> off. So that is being no, I can't, can't find it. It's that's the title of this podcast. Gray is not blasting off my rocket. I think there's a, a, re- a new meaning to the word pocket rocket. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ross. No. No. Uh, we think it is Ross. Yeah. No, 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 panic mode. <laughs> it, that, right. but, it, but it would it would be fun. I think it's going to be at least a year off or, or more before that happens, but that'll be kind of yeah. cool. Well, we've got plenty of time things. to do it. Like I might, maybe even one night what we'll do is we'll set up a, just a separate stream and, and we'll plan it for yeah. me and Gray to get on and we'll, we'll just chill on there and play a few hours. No, I'm, ser- I'm serious. I want to go on and, on and you tell me what to do and I will only follow the exact directions that you give me. So that way we don't really know exactly. What's yeah, but no, the thing is, the, because the game's not really played, you don't really play the game with like a joystick or anything. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, literally yeah, set it yeah. up and then you let you let it go. So you can get on stream with me and be let like, "Well, go. I reckon this," and I'll be like, "I reckon that," and then we'll come to an agreement of what to do. Or you do your rocket and I'll do mine, and then we'll be oh, like, "Let's yeah. see who's who's is better," and it'll just be funny to see who this can do is it. The biggest. Yeah, we'll set it up where you can flip it back and forth so you see my rocket, your rocket. One's the smallest, but the hardest. <laughs> That's called skiing, I think, but anyway, moving on. Well, it's all hard because it's made out of metal. <laughs> right anyway that's Kerbal Space Program um, I got the game on Steam for 7 quid but I know it's been given out quite a lot for free in different places um, yeah. someone said it was on uh, what was the place that gives away free games Epic uh, uh, Epic yeah. it is free on Epic right now mm. right. well it was you had to pick it up at one point mm. yeah. so it's not free now I've oh, got it's it it's not free now um, but a lot of people have got it it's like I talked Gray into getting it he's like alright I'll bloody get the game and then he's like oh I've got it I've already got it <laughs> Well, what took Gary so I, long? Because I this is right up it. your alibi. What's going on, man? You know what, what it was? It was, it was kind of like Nick said. When the I learning curve. The learning, learning curve. I was sitting there going like, mm, yeah, I want to play this game first, and this game first, and this game first, yeah. this game first. Yeah, it is and really worth the end it. Of that. It really is 100% worth getting in. Right, let's move on. Um, that was Kerbal Space Program. Like I said, you can get it for free. Uh, right, Trev, I believe you've got a little bit of news for us here. 
potentially important because there's some console peasants out there now. Not my word, someone else's. Um, <laughs> that's important. I can imagine for who. He's hiding. <laughs> Not yours either, Carl. Um, <laughs> what well, did, did Comic go? Who me? <laughs> no. No. Well, Comic, Comic. Uh, I'd have been more like that. And, uh, <laughs> comic Gray and I have a PlayStation Five. So, um, for the folks yeah. that do have a PlayStation out there, you've got until May to download May the ninth. That PlayStation. Plus, uh, the PSP, what the collection. little handheld? That's the one, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> um, that's, that's an inside joke there. Uh, no, the, the, it's the uh, PS Plus collection. When you first bought a PS5, it would have come up with classic collection games, and it's a it's a list of PS4 classic games that you got for free when you signed up. Now, the reason I bring that up, you go, oh, whoopie doo, it's not a big deal. There is some classic games in it. I mean, like God of War 2018. Uncharted 4, Final Fantasy 15, uh, just to name a few, Resident Evil 7, Days Gone, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. So all you need to do is literally, they're free. You have to jo- basically log in, add them to your library, and then if you don't play them again for years, it's fine. You, you, they won't be taken away, but you have to sign in before then. And I've wait, got... So wait I've done a minute, so if it, goes, if it goes away, then you can't get them Correct. anymore? Correct. So add them to the library. Oh, wow. Add them all, or the ones you think you'll maybe possibly play. Like I haven't added all of them because some when, of them I've no interest in. This when you say add, add them the ones to your library, does that mean they have to be installed, or they just have to be added? No, to your library? No, 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 no. So you're just clicking on it. That is in my library, which is an online library, uh, and then, and you, then you can download it, delete it, download it after May ninth. Um, oh. And that's a lot of value and quality there. So with some cracking days gone, some, some of your best. Out of that list there, yeah. out of that list that I played there, right, the two best ones in that are God of War 2018, one of the best games ever played, and Days Gone, that zombie yeah, apocalypse survival game, that was phenomenal, and they refused to make a second game because Sony are a-holes. Uh, the guys were gutted. They, they, they put such... Gray, you would love that. See it after like, things like The Last of Us when you get to that and God of War. It's along yeah. the same ilk of that. Has it got a tutorial? You would love Days Gone. It doesn't, I can't Look, play it. Those games don't need <laughs> no, to. I was going to say, he'll play the tutorial. Point and shoot. <laughs> Point and shoot with your rocket, you know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's. I think, I think, do you need to have the basic PlayStation, like, online subscription? I think you probably do for that, but you need that for all the consoles, so. Uh, I don't really know about it. PlayStation, to be fair. It's been a long time. What, what, does that mean that you can never buy them either? Or uh, No, you can buy them. That's the whole point. They want oh, you to okay, buy them okay. after then. They're giving them got for it, free. It, They're losing it. out money. And, and that would have been... The How long has the new console been out for? How long has the new console been out for? Two years just now, over, I think. Just two over years. two years. So yeah. that's over two years they've given you those games for free, man. That's reasonable. Mm. So, yeah, get in there quick. Everyone, so get in there and it, download your PlayStation games before they So it would be worth joining, putting them all in your library, and then quitting? Yes, you could do that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. You may you may not be able to download them without the online subscription. I haven't ah, tested okay. that theory yet, which is fair. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm talking about the basic, like, the Xbox Live Gold equivalent, not the the Game Pass thing that they've got. That's a whole different shtick. So, yep. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, right, on. let's move on. Um, you'll notice, everybody, on the podcast, that I've just, I forgot to um, add Comic in. Um, so I've just added him in now, just before we go into. I mean, he hasn't thing. he hasn't been here all this time, man. You <laughs> comic. He just Wait. got added in now, dude. Come on, you should, yeah, know, how, you should all know how professional I am. So before Ross gets <laughs> into his game, um, comics got a game that 
uh, I'd personally I'd, uh, like to hear about because it's not something I'm ever going to get to play. Okay, as we're on about the PlayStation, I've been playing Gran Turismo. Uh, so it's Gran Turismo 7. 7? Uh, 7, yeah. Where did all the go? I only remember, oh. to be honest, the, the original one, ones. 1, 2 and 3? 1, 2 and 3, On yeah, the PlayStation 1? PlayStation 1, I think they moved on to PlayStation 2 as well. Oh, with well, the 16-bit we graphics. Three. But they <laughs> were really fun, weren't they? I mean, <laughs> they were the original racing games that I always remember as the best. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, right. so I thought I'd pick up a PlayStation 5 this week and it was bundled with this Gran Turismo. Oh, nice. Uh, visually, 4K, I mean, looks stunning. Uh, kind of equivalent to Forza-style graphics. Would you um, say it's better than like Forza Horizon? Is it more back game. to like the basics? Because... When you play small, look more better as in what visually or yeah, or overall because the same. The thing for me is you lot have got playstations. I driving wise, it's not similar to that, but oh right, because Forza's arcadey, isn't it? Oh, Forza, there's Forza Motorsport and Forza Horizon. Forza Uh, Motorsport's the proper racing game for Xbox. Yeah, yeah, it's very serious Uh, on that, and the graphics. So it is a sim. It is sim style racing. but it's not as hard as proper PC sim racing. Yeah, is it track or is it um like it's round tracks, races? Yeah. Round round yeah. races? Yeah. Round round streets. <laughs> no, it's not street. Round well, street. there is street tracks. There's real street tracks races in the world. So it is real and, courses. And you have to do it online all the time, don't you, comic? I don't know if you noticed that. No. You need an online yeah. subscription uh, online oh, connection the whole time, yeah. Do you? I didn't you know. Yeah. It. yeah. So yeah. I'll be no good then, because Virgin I... Media won't have a solid connection ever for me. That's it. Yep. Solid I mean, through. I've just been playing the campaign, going along the different races. Um, there's kind of a hub station called the Cafe. Oh, you definitely stop you... there, you fat git. <laughs> no, no. It's just this guy that you go and see, and he gives you, like, missions. Fried eggs. Like... No, he gives you missions. He'll say, he'll say, go and collect these three cars, and then he'll mark on the map where you can win those cars by doing the races. So you go and do those races, collect the cars, go back to him. Do you get and... any kind of barn finds or anything like that? No, no. No, it's all very strict and straightforward. You, you don't drive around in an open world like you do in Forza Horizon. Yeah. It's... Um, one of the other things that I really, really want to know about is, because this is, this is nostalgic for me, if I go back, and and don't get me wrong, I've I got a PlayStation a uh, long time ago now, but still way after PlayStation had finished its life. Um, and I went back and I tried to play, or it might have even been on an emulation, I tried to pay, play um, Gran Turismo 1, because the original oh, yeah. one, you would buy smashed up cars, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And then you would buy, you'd fix them up. and then oh, used cars. So yeah, used cars. Well, yeah, well, they're yeah. not smashed up. Maybe I'm thinking of um, Wreckfest. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Ah, Wreckfest. Yeah, no, you bit, can buy it's, used cars. Yeah, so. it's all a bit blurry to me because it's so long ago. Um, but you'd buy the used car and then you'd kit it up and then you'd put a livery on it, and it'd be your own type of race car. Um, do they have that in this, where you can buy a used I've not seen car? any libraries, but yeah, you have a used car market, and you have a new car market, and then there's a collectible car market as well, so there's a couple of options. Cool. And, and, um, and you can tune them up with all the parts you can think of. Has it got body kits and everything? or? Uh, uh, not kind of silly body kits. You've got the body kits that'll help you uh, race, like spoilers and... Nah. Not these silly... Uh, not, not like Need for Speed need for Underground. Speed. No, 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 no. Uh, 
just like carbon wings and you know, no hot rods. Stuff that actually help. No hot rods. Great, what's a hot rod? I want a hot rod and drag. Well, he, I'm all hot sure rods you do, man. Tonight. You want a hot rod? <laughs> so it's got yeah. all the the, the upgrading that you could ever want. Um, so it is fun to buy a used car and upgrade it. And... Does it does it get a bit? Um, for me, one thing that I find quite boring is um, racetrack driving and doing multiple laps on the races. Is it like free laps or is it like 23 laps? Yeah. Well, this is where it's a bit different to your normal sim racing because you don't start on the grid. It's always a rolling start. Okay. And the the first cars that are ahead of you, you can start in like 12th or whatever rolling. And the first cars that are ahead of you are probably 20 seconds ahead of you. So it's always a chase down every race. All right. Like you so... need to get ahead by the end, obviously, and it is three laps. So all right. So it's not like this how is I just play. going through the, the first career. corner. Everyone breaks, and I slam into the wall and get in front of yeah, them. Yeah, no, you're not going <laughs> to go from zero to first in half a lap. Yeah. All I mean, right. So you do first, you do need to end, like work first. at it. Yeah. It is a proper chase down, if you like. So that's a bit different for a sim race. Would you would you say in regards to Forza Horizon? where you're doing a race you do a couple of laps and then if you win the race or whatever you get like you know you get like the the spinning board like the wheel of fortune and it gives you a random car would you say that aspect of the arcades type of game for that is much more fun than this you you get a similar you get a similar thing in this you get these tickets when you win your races and then it'll give you a spinny thing with money or a car or three cars loads of money Oh, right. There is things that you win like that, but then most of the races you also win a car as well. All right, so, you so my library, I you... probably paid, I probably paid eight or ten hours, and I've probably got probably thirty, forty cars or something. The, the, there's one thing I do know about this game, which mm. only counts if you're like a visual snob, which I can am. Mm. That the Gran Turismo Seven does have ray tracing in it but not when you're actually racing it's when you're in the, the like the showcase turntable thing where you can look at all your new car parts and go shiny which kind of sucks when it's designed for the game they've actually yeah designed that game for that console exclusive whereas if you go to forza horizon and the new forza motorsport that's coming out it's got ray tracing baked in mm-hmm. 4k 60 mm-hmm. and i think it's because the xbox series x has got a wee bit more power in it than the yeah, ps5 right. yeah yeah well, so I, I there is a couple off, of man. options, like in most PS5 games, I think, you can choose a fidelity option where it'll give you full yeah. graphics, like like Gray was saying with God of War, similar, or a high frame rate option. Um, yeah, so there is a couple yeah. of choices in that side of things. But, yeah, uh, with yeah, that's just visually control. anyway. Um, Are you playing with controller comic? Controller, yeah. That is okay. it's one of the no, main... No, he's playing with a trackball. What else are you going to play with? You no, can play I'm with saying... the steering wheel on it. You yeah, can... so oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, wheel. I'll let you off. <laughs> and, you got, and you have the throttles and the, and the clutches too. But the controller is actually one of the best parts about this game, I've found, because really, the, the haptics on the controller, it's like you go up a curb, you can actually feel the curb. Every gear change, yeah. you can feel this thud through the controller. The triggers actually have force feedback, so when you brake in, your brakes will lock up, and you can feel it through the Man, trigger. Technology is going crazy. Honestly, that, that, I'm so impressed with that PlayStation controller. 
Oh, have you seen the new one, the Edge, the Pro one? They brought I wanted out. to yeah. replace yeah. it, though. I, I won't be buying that. <laughs> That's not. It's just like £210, yeah. man. It's yeah. the same as the US. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. looked at getting Leo um, a custom Xbox controller for the Xbox Series um, X. The Elite 2. That's the big mm. Pro one. Like, Yeah, a custom one. It was 250 quid. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a man. I was like, that's a joke. Oh, that is that is that Ross, the Elite, Ross? <laughs> Which one's that, Ross? Is that the Elite, the elite 2? Is that the Elite 2? <laughs> it's only... It's... Oh, wow. You pause yeah. bugger. Nice. <laughs> the reason I got that is because my uh, other limited edition Xbox controller, I, uh, no, I didn't throw it. I just played on it too much. And unfortunately... I, know, I hate a... it when that happens. Got the controller, sorry. Bit... There's a bit of a uh, stick drift on this little side here, and it's oh, it's not sure. Trev gets enough... a bit of stick drift every now and then. Yeah, you got to just chop it <laughs> off. It in but that's a real these. thing, though, and, and I, I, I hear it's a pain. I don't know. I don't on on Nintendo Switch, great. It's awful, man. But that's another story. <laughs> the only <laughs> reason I got stick drift on this is because I chucked it in my bag, and it got tumbled about like mad without any safeties on it. So you know, I normally put like safety foam on it, but it. It just was never the same again. I could probably easily fix it, but I'm just going to leave this to the side and not tear it apart because it's a limited edition controller. I'm just going to leave That's it fine. as is. Get it fixed properly. It's, it's a limited edition yeah, yeah, paperweight now. Doesn't that yeah. elite you have the pieces that come off and you put other pieces? Oh on? yeah, it does. Right. You can I change. That was the Why did you have to say that? He's going to get his toolkit out now and he's going to strip it apart on stream. Well, <laughs> actually, uh, I mean, if yeah. you're going to pay that much money, at least you can do something with it. You know. Well, you don't need a toolkit. It's literally um, all magnetic, so it comes off straight away, and then it clicks back on. So if you want to take, like, this middle bit out, I've just took that out, as you can see. And you just replace it all magnetically. It's really good. And two kind of like uh, Secret Labs razor quality. That's why they cost so much. Um, right, anyway, let's okay, move on. Just to, just, just to finish, a uh, couple of more things. Uh, the licenses, you'll remember the old licenses. Oh, yeah, I used to hate them. No, I, I, I think oh, that's that to be honest. You're always chasing your time, um, trying to get the gold level licenses. It's quite fun. Um, it was never fun for me because I'm crap at games. <laughs> I'm crap at driving, period, but, but I admire you, the game. You would, honestly, you would honestly feel like when you got that license, so you'd be like, yes, I don't have to do that now. I've got the license. <laughs> well, there's about five or six different licenses, to be fair, and there's probably... 10 to 20 stages in each one so yeah oh, wow it, yeah. it just it gradually gives them you as you progress in the career uh yeah um but the last thing the difficulty i don't think it's sim style pc difficulty i've whacked it up to hard after about three races it's not a problem he's not even been playing the playstation yeah. he's actually been I driving mean, around I, the streets I, in his car no, I did. I did Too easy. play quite a lot of the the sim races on a wheel on the PC, and uh, okay. compared to those, this this Gran Turismo is probably seventy five percent sim, twenty five percent arcade. I feel um, interesting. So do you think yeah. it's too easy? It's not for the hardcore. Yeah, it's not for the hardcore sim races. I don't think. But then again, they're probably not selling that to the PlayStation. Um. Maybe, you know, if you want to do hardcore sim racing, you go to PC. To yeah. Do you think it might be because, like you're saying, it's for the PlayStation market and they don't yeah. want it to make it too yeah. hard for because obviously you got a lot of kids playing and stuff like that. They want to make it mm. so people can actually enjoy Sense. the game. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Otherwise, they end but, up with broken controllers like Ross. But it's a good game. I definitely recommend it if uh, one if you're into racing or 
you've got the PlayStation. Nice. If I had a PlayStation, I'd definitely... I would, that, if I was going to buy a PlayStation, it would be for that game. But I'm mm, not going to buy yeah. a PlayStation, so I'm not going to play that game. Now you've said it's got licenses, I'm definitely not going to play it. <laughs> oh, that's the old school. I suck at driving. Because in real life, driving... I got my license out of a cornflakes box. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Just a nice guy. Thank you for that sub. I really do appreciate that, dude. Um, Is that why you've been driving courtesy cars for three months? <laughs> uh, actually it was my missus not me mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't want to go into that i just got about 1700 pounds of a fine just... again, a congestion charge with the wrong car <laughs> i want to know one thing yeah. were they going to bring a new burnout out eventually hello that's the only game driving game i burnout. ever liked is that the one where you burnout just crash was a game into where you... everything you have to yeah, smash that's it all what you up. do man the best crash you get more points i used to love that game i used to crash into everything yeah it's great it's like you try and there's a bus there with 50 people on it. Try and get into that. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Knock it and then you knock it good. off something and then that hits everything else. And that was a really good, cool game. Um, just quickly, just a nice guy just gave me a sub. Um, thank you for that, mate. And he says, uh, let's have a minute. A minute, a minute. Let's have a minute, 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 minute to talk minute. about our Lord and Savior game, Elite Dangerous. Oh. oh. Why did you have to come in and do that? Just please, well, I feel like we could move on from that. (laughs) Nice and slowly. (laughs) Uh, Just a nice guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. It feels a bit like Elite Dangerous is um, dead. Dead. Did you say dead as well? Exploring. Yeah, I did. Except for exploring, I think exploring is still really good, but everything else is not going anywhere. Well, from what I've heard, just briefly, because we don't want to go about too much. From what I've heard. Um, oh, cheers! Another hundred bits, cider Bob. I really appreciate that, mate. Thank you. Um, is the Elite Dangerous hasn't even brought Fargoids in on the ground yet? Have they? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's only been a year we've not been playing. I know, but don't get me don't get me wrong. Anyone, I still really would love to play Elite Dangerous, but they're too busy writing stories. Yeah, the the game's just too far. It's just too far lacking of what it needs. Um, and, and for me, it's a very simple need, and they can't put that in, so it's, I can't do it. It, it. I'm not gonna lie; it can't compete with Star Citizen at this point in time. And even Gray, I'm sure you'd even agree with that at the moment. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I think if you're if you're coming in brand new on the game and you've never played it, then it's good. For mm, you. It, yeah, it, it'll it'll take you pretty far to a certain point, and then at that point, yeah, you're done. you get a thousand hours out of it. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty good. I mean, um, it is a really good game. And and do you know what? Uh, Gray and Comic, you were both playing that game probably a year before me, and you was hassling me to get into it for so long, and then I got into it, and I took it to the next level as well with the whole BGS and the whole community thing, getting the military on there to get everybody in at the right time to do it. It got really good. But... To be fair, um, I'd say it's probably one of my favourite games in the past 10 years. Yeah, I would say that as well. Um, I know, yeah, it gets, well, I know it's getting a lot of grief now at the moment off everyone, but, no, but you've just I, I got think... to look back at the time that we've all played it. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you. It, it is a really I, good I, game. I wouldn't slate it now. I know no, it can no, no, carry no. on. But I'm not slating don't the game, any... don't get me wrong. I like Grey's probably about to say. I, I, what I'm slating is, is something that I feel yeah, end, would have really game. made that it, game really open up because it's got post, such a vast space and allow us to use it. The end game stuff has come to a halt. That's the problem. I mean, I did 1,300 hours and I had a blast. You know, with it, I really yeah. did. But when, when you, but when you come to that end game and you hit the brick wall, you're just kind of mm-hmm. like, "Where am I going?" You know, and it's oh, a shame. Really? And yeah. look, there's hardcore elite players that will all tell you the same thing, and they all drifted off into Star Citizen and other games. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, time's because... up. He only had one minute. Oops. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I just thought that. I just thought that was quite funny because he said he only wanted one minute to talk about it. 
Yeah, you got Let's five. Go. Time's up. <laughs> right. Um, no, in all honesty, though, uh, all of your uh, opinions are very valid with that. And I think everybody's right in what they're saying. It was a really good game. Um, and we all had our time with it. But I think now it's just, it's time's gone. And uh, it's it's time for uh, Star Citizen to step up. Uh, anyway, um, Comic, you're all done with Gran Turismo, yeah? Yeah, nothing um, you want to ask. So moving on, the other games. We've got quite a lot of stuff and we've got quite a few questions as well. Um, Ross, um, I believe you've been playing um, Hi-Fi Rush, which we all said we were going to play. Before you get into it, I'm going to say I watched you on stream and I just thought I didn't think it was my cup of tea, so I never got into it. Fair enough, fair enough. It probably won't be everyone's cup of tea. It has a kind of comic book style to it, and the story is very generic. Character is very generic, but the gameplay is absolutely amazing in terms of how they teach you how to play the game. Uh, The tutorial, there's actually not really any real tutorial. The game just kind of walks you along the different things as it comes out. So you'll start off the game, you'll be like, oh... Apparently, I'm getting an operation to become like a cyborg type character. There's a mistake. And now the whole world is going to like the rhythm of your heart. So there's like a groovy That's a beat. brilliant tune. Oh, it's lucky Sorry. it's not yeah. me. It's lucky it's not about me. <laughs> just be going like really hyper for like a couple minutes. And then you'll just go dead down. And then you'll have another vodka Red Bull and you just go really hyper again. Um... If anyone but... wants to see a funny heartbeat, get your watch. You know, some people have got the watches with the, the heartbeat monitor on it. Just put it on my wrist for 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 one minute, and it'll be like everyone's just like do dunk, do dunk, do dunk. Mine's like dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> I'm not even lying; it's all over the place because I've got a proper regular heartbeat. Luckily, in the game, that's not what this is like. It's a very good beat. It's like every one, two, three. It's like hit the beat. Now, if you hit, if you do like an attack move on the beat, it does extra damage. If you jump on the beat you go a bit higher so everything to this game is about doing it but when on the i came beat, in the... it, it was rock music the yeah the rock it changes like motifs depending on which level you're on so the level i was on was like a rock music type thing and when you came on i was just doing the platform and i didn't think you got a chance to see any of the actual real battling yeah. so i was just doing the platform inside which i will say you can only move one speed um which hopefully i Hopefully I discover later on in the game you can unlock something else and make you go faster. But I don't like that, that you can only you only have like one set speed and you can't move any faster than that. Yeah, when I when because... I came in, you was doing the platforming section, um, and then you beat up this guy with a guitar. Uh yes, that would be a separate robot. So there's all these different um robots around the map. Uh, some of them that are actual attack robots that will attack you back and it's a proper fight. But there's like little storylines behind each one of them so one will be like packing boxes and it's like oh these boxes are amazing look how amazingly they're packed and then you just destroy them his quote is they may be gone but the memory will always be there and i was like i feel really bad now (laughs) 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 he really loves these boxes and i just destroyed them (laughs) i don't Uh, destroy your box man that's nothing worse no, d- definitely not, Trev. Definitely not. Nothing worse than no. destroying your box. Uh, no yeah. endo-endo included there. Um, <laughs> as you go through the game as well, you unlock a different character who is a cat character who helps you along the game. And what that character does is it becomes like a magnetic uh, grappling hook where you can like grab on to different characters and just shoot yourself across the map. 
and then you've got like a slide dodge. So everything in the game that it teaches you periodically kind of combines together, and it's like building a sandwich. And as it's building the sandwich, layers and layers and layers, it becomes more than the sums of its parts, and it's like a really interesting way to play the game. So I've... It's, it's all just based around beats and like musical beats, and you've got to fit into that beat. Yeah, so it's based around the musical beat um, and how you fit into that beat and like even the combinations you do. I believe there's an achievement where if you get like SSS and all the like blocking, keeping to the beat, yeah, and you said damage. When, I was, when you was playing, um, you was on stream. I don't know if you know after I was there at that point, and you was like, oh, I nearly got like SSSS at that point, and then you look back and you say, like, oh, I missed it by one, um, and it would yeah. have been like the an achievement for being the highest. Yeah, I would have loved that if I've got SSS because I kept doing like one part that I kept failing on, and it was the the boss battles. The timing on them for some reason seemed a bit off, but I don't know why that is. I think because it's just the boss battle and it's a bit more quick pace. The boss battles are actually really fun. Um, I say this game is really friendly to the. It's more based towards the younger generation, but also the older generation of gamers as well. Can I just point out who you're asking easy. who the younger in here and older is? So younger for me would be 16 to 18. Older would be 25 to 35. So what are we Both? then? He said very older. Very older. He's like saying we're ancient. <laughs> no, not ancient. We didn't even get uh, in like... Oh my God, unbelievable. <laughs> no, you just look 35, Nick. Don't worry about it. That's what, <laughs> that's what I meant. Um, so high five rush. Very good game to pick up on Game Pass if you want a game that's uh, a better platforming, a better fighting while bite fighting to the music. Uh, has a comic book motif style in terms of how it does its cutscenes. Everyone might not like that, but if you do, if you like um, Into the Spider Verse, you would like this type of cutscenes and this type of gameplay in terms of the art style. Not everyone does. I understand that one hundred percent. Some yeah. people like it hyper realistic in the games, and yeah. But I feel this is a bit refreshing. And also, I like the little things they've popped into the game. Like, there's lights kicking about the place, and they don't react to anything, really. But if you hit a certain move on a certain note, the lights start flashing to yourself, like, hitting the note at the same time. Yeah. And it's just little things like that That's that I really enjoy. you know that enjoy. you've done that extra, extra part. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... A, it, it just does. Do you know what? When I first saw it, because it's on Xbox Game Pass, isn't it? So you can play it on Xbox Game Pass mm. for free if you've yeah. already got Xbox Game Pass. Uh, um, uh, go on. I've got a quick question. I, I think I look at that game and I think it makes sense if it was in VR, like Beat Saber, for mm. me to try and do that with a controller. Because when you see Beat Saber, you're kind of doing something Mate, similar. If you but you're jumping up and down on some different platforms. You wouldn't want to be doing that in VR. <laughs> no, you'd be throwing up. No, but it's mainly with a controller, isn't it? That's my point. Like oh, you, right. your controller is your main point of input, isn't mm-hmm. it? So it's it's not the same doing it with that as opposed to jumping about like a see you next Tuesday and like blocking everything and getting fit at the same time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What you're saying there is it would cut out one major portion of the game, and that is the combat. So the combat is all about yeah. it's almost Tekken-like in terms of every every attack is on the beat. Every dodge is on the beat. One, so, two like... lines and forward, forward, back. They, they call them rhythm games, don't they? <clears throat> I've, tra- I've tried a few rhythm games, but it's a rhythm... I've never rhythm seen a going. rhythm game that's first person before, so they're probably you... they're, they're doing something new there. Right? You have no rhythm, not... pal. 
It's not first person, it's all third it? person. Yeah. Oh, third person. I really love it. You no, two are trying no. to have a proper serious conversation and Trev's just sitting there. He looks much smaller on the stream and he's just whispering I in. I missed it. You've got no rhythm. He's like that guy. You've got no fans. <laughs> You've got no friends. you got no only fans. I, I might have that sooner yeah, or rather later. <laughs> Don't find me on OnlyFans underneath the name Ross Line. Oh no. Oh my god, he no. said that as well. No. You can actually find him on No Fans, Ross Light. No, no, you can't. I am joking. Uh, um, I wonder how many people are going to search that. If you do search that, uh, maybe in the future at some point, I did think about like doing it as a weight loss journey thing, but that's a different subject. We're getting off topic well, here. Uh, I might actually set one up tonight just so people, I might charge it to my bank. <laughs> Listen, hey, I'm going to set it up and I'm going to give people money to watch. I'm not doing the other <laughs> way around. That's how it works. Unbelievable. See, that? now that's what happens when you do diss our ages. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not mean to do that. <laughs> oh. No, we're already joking, we're already joking. Anyway, that's Hi-Fi Rush. Um, let's move on. Really fun game. It's funny because the next thing on the podcast is actually a question sent in by some guy called Comic Clown. Um, oh, so you, you can read your own bloody question out. Watch. Uh, I've lost it. Where is it? Oh, he's lost it. I'll read it out for him. <laughs> and I forgot what it was. <laughs> and I forgot what when it you was. Do it. Um, so you said, does anyone yeah. have a favourite game on Twitch oh, that yeah. they like to watch but not play? What's yours? As you're as you've got the question, you've obviously got one yourself. Uh, GTA roleplay. I think it's but fantastic. What... To yeah, watch. you've been trying to get but me I in that for rubbish. ages, haven't you? Yeah, I, only because I need some friends to play it with. Because I am absolutely rubbish at the game when I try and play it. Oh, really? I've got no imagination. No imagination or. Um, roleplay is it, either for, for under ten-year-olds or in the no. bedroom. No, no, no. Some of these people are like acting. That just shows really that's well. very blinkered view there, there, Trev. Oh, and I know I'm guilty. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't don't get role playing. Have you, have you seen it? No, but have you have you ever seen yeah. this? What you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. You've hey, got... What's the big it's server? Fantastic. It's no pixel, isn't it? No pixel. Comics, yeah. The big one. Yeah. 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 So, um, DJ Crawford says, um, "How does the role play work?" So it's basically, and oh, when a man lives a woman, <laughs> yeah. Comics, comic does this. This is one of his biggest things he does. Um, he's been trying to get me into it for years. He watches people that play, and everybody builds a character. Basically, it's in GTA in the real world, um, and you build a character and you you act that character out. So I like I might be called like I don't know what would my gangster name be. Someone tell me. No friends. Nick. No friends. Nicky Nick. Nicky Nick. Nick. No friends. Nick. No friends. That's Nick the Loot. Nick the Loot. Well, Nick my the, actual real name Nick on the, the streets, on the streets where I come from, I was called Nick the Mouth. Um, I just, just said. Did you say that? Not, Who said that? Who yeah. said it? I did. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So that I, honestly, when I used to hang around in the naughty boy places, I was called Nick the Mouth because um, I'm a mouthy bastard. Anyway, oh. but so say I was going to go into GTA and I was going to be Nick the Mouth, I could be say a drug dealer. So what I do is. I act that out in game. So as my character's walking around, I'll be doing like the voice and that, and I'll be doing all the different things, like a bit like D and D, yeah. So you act it out, and then the difference is, in game, I become that character, and every time I'm online, I don't break, I don't break that role. I act like I'm that guy. So comic, he might be like, he might be a pimp that walks around in a bright purple suit with a cane and all that. And he's got a really high pitched voice. Do a high pitched voice, comic. Hello. Ah, <laughs> oh, with that man bun, I'd say you have to roll nicely, mate. Wow, that's that's a good one. Look, I can't believe he's done that. Show them your man bun. Show them your ponytail. Someone please, someone please take a picture of comic 
um, his face off stream and um, Photoshop him onto a pimp and do a GIF with him doing a high pitch hello like that because that's what I want to see next. Um, but yeah, so he might be what? him and I might be the drug dealer and then I've got a. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? What was that? That was a. <clears throat> that's, that's a Michael I, Jackson. I'm not a pimp. <laughs> uh, do you know what's quite funny? I do a thing. I'm, I'm driving in the car with my kids, and this is how much childish oh. I am. Driving in the car with my kids, and I'm not role playing now. This is in real life. Driving in the car with my kids, and I say, "Should we Michael Jackson someone?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, do it, do it." So what we do is wind down the window, and we get past the bus stop where there's like 20 people. I'll go, "Hee hee," as loud as I can, and everyone at the bus stop goes, "Oh!" <laughs> my kids love it, but I don't know why I told you that. It was just funny. Um, but yeah. Where was we at? Because I've totally lost track of everything now. I'm um, okay. Yeah. No, but the, the, these people that play the role play, they have they can have real jobs to earn money as well. So you could be a policeman. So you, yeah. you're looking after the city and everything and stopping the crimes. Um, they've got real NHS staff. Um, they've got people <laughs> that work in garages, what? fix the cars oh, up. Yeah, everything Honestly, is... it's, it's like a real town. They've got mayors. They've got. Is uh, it true that you can actually go into Parliament and stuff like that, and you can get in charge? Yeah, of they've this? got courthouses. They've had some massive court cases in in these yeah. no pixel type servers. Yeah, they'll have, they'll, they'll have a hundred people sat in court <laughs> watching a trial of some crime that's been committed. Yeah, and everybody and everybody well, doesn't break character, far, man. It's like watching a TV. Yeah, it like is really, really funny series. because when you do watch it, because once it came up on Twitch and it said comics watching this, so I thought I'd watch it as well. Mm-hmm. And I started watching it and it was, at first I didn't know what was going on. There was like five mm. blokes in a room and they were arguing about stuff. One was mm. a, a policeman, one was in like a white pimp suit, one was like a, a, a prisoner. And one guy's like, if you keep talking to me like that, I'm going to piss in your flowers. And I was like, what's going on? And then the guy walks over to his flowers and starts pissing in his flowers. And I was like, why has he done that? And then the policeman's like, I'll arrest you if you carry on. And they're, they're, yeah. it's all deadly serious. And like, that, You'll actually go to prison for committing crimes and spend time in prison. Yeah, yeah, but what's, it's, what's it's time in crazy. prison, though? Like, uh, uh, I years think, actually, no I think or one or minute is... A, a month is a minute or something like that. All you know? oh, right, okay. But the thing is, these servers are actually very, very serious. If you yeah. if yeah. you break rules, you you get kicked out. Comics had to actually fill out like loads and loads of paperwork, yeah. even you bigger than apply. what Gray makes. Yeah. Gray makes big paperwork, paperwork, but he's had to fill out more. You, you have to do a whole backstory, your name. Yeah. You have to give them all your details, and then that's they might let you in. That's what it's like. Now I realize why you like to watch it. I would never play that. Uh-uh. Now, the applications are a bit over the top. I mean, some of them ask for like a 10,000 character backstory of your character. Yeah. As in 10,000 letters. Really? Written out about your character, yeah. I'll just write, I'm an arsehole, I'm an arsehole, I'm an arsehole, I'm an arsehole. They actually have to read over everyone, so they won't let I'll you do it in 240 characters. But they, to be fair, they probably do that because they get a good idea over who's really getting involved and who's just like, eh. Do and then I mean? some of them have tests so yeah. that you know the rules of the servers and stuff. It's, it's yeah. a bit over the top. Um, That's thank, why I'm Thanks for them bits, Callum. Uh, 25 bits, really appreciate that, mate. As I say, I just like watching it and not playing that because I'm rubbish at it. Yeah, see, I think I, I think I would probably be quite good at it, but I think I would probably fall out with a lot of people on there. 
because mm. I think I'll just rub people up the wrong way. I'm good at and another one, game. We never see you again. <laughs> yeah. Another one I've been watching <laughs> over the past couple of weeks. It's kind of moved on to Red Dead Redemption really? Two online roleplay. Yeah, so the same kind of thing, but in Red Dead. Man, and that's a bit crazy. I think well. Comic might that, not be getting it at new. home. He's getting into all these role plays. <laughs> What's your missus have to say about it when Julian comes in? You're like, oh, listening to loads of people. <laughs> no, comment. Sh- no comment. No <laughs> comment. Just tell you, just just tell you're a pimp. That'll go over real just well. Just you're mm. a pimp. <laughs> no, I just think it's very interesting. So, yeah. No, anyone does... else got another game? Um, so for me, um, on Twitch, I'm gonna I, with Twitch for me. I don't really ever get time to sit and watch someone on Twitch. So for me, normally when I'm watching Twitch, it's people either in the community when they're on or people that are playing a game that I'm playing. Um, But I would only normally watch the game that I'm involved in. So like, as I'm playing Kerbal, I might, if I get 10 minutes, I'm in my car, watch Kerbal for 10 minutes to see what they're doing. I don't really, I don't really understand the whole watch Twitch as a TV sort of thing. If I'm watching, if I want to sit down off the computer and watch something, it'd normally be a TV program. I do that, Nick. Yeah, I like it. Depends what it is. I like watching IRL people if they go travelling around the world and stuff. I treat it like TV a little bit, actually. And you can get Twitch Turbo and you don't get any ads at all. So, considering that, I get it. I do get it. Yeah. So, that's what it's like for me. Um, what about you, Gray and Ross? Do you have a game that you watch but you don't play? I... Game I... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go, Gray. No, no, Gray, um, you go first. The only game... Elders, right, I get it. Gray's going to uh... say, I watched Nick play Kerbal, but I didn't play it. No, no, the only games I, I, I don't <laughs> mind watching at all because I won't play them, right, is like the Fantasy fourteen kind of games or the games where everything's like uh, frenetic action going on all the time with like 64 players all beating up this one giant. You know, I watched Comic Whatever. once and I was like, what are you doing? There's about 50 people in the queue. He's like, I'm in a queue right, getting a right. party. I can't oh, yeah. play those games. I did those games that I have no interest in playing them whatsoever. I, but watching them, is, I got to admit, it's kind of interesting. So I'll sit there and watch that. What about you, Ross? I would never play it. Uh, Myself, I don't really watch anything in particular on Twitch in terms of, like, different games I wouldn't play. I tend to watch people who I'm interested in seeing what they're doing. So someone like Shifty or anyone else in the Extreme PC stream team, which, by the way, you should definitely check out everyone who's in the Extreme PC stream team because some awesome streamers in there. Plugs. Um... (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Hi, I'm Ross Light, Ross Light, Ross Light, Ross Light, Ross Light. Uh, I'm not plugging my, I'm not plugging myself this time. I'm plugging other people. Give them oh, some okay. <laughs> That's all good. It's all Ex- good. Exit's in there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I believe so. Yep. He's yeah. in there. He's in there. Okay. Yeah, cool. But if you watch, but wait, I have a question for Ross. If you watch people that play games that you play, aren't you afraid that then they might hit, they might hit spoilers? you didn't want to know um the only time i'll ever watch games that i don't want to spoil like if i don't want to spoil for a game and i see they're playing it i'll just click off straight away but it's literally just anything that i do watch would just be with that then particular content creator so i go for the person not the game or when it comes to twitch okay fair enough hmm regarding myself that's all right um Mm -hmm. i like watching daisy I don't like playing it. I like watching it because the interactions they have in that are apps. No, they're brilliant. There's a guy I watch called Lax Hawthorne, this crazy Aussie dude that just is is so so entertaining. He's my kind of person, you know. Got a kind of you know 
one of those minds that's in the gutter all the time and just entertaining and funny. And I like watching him, but I wouldn't play it because like that game's about interactions and talking to people and going to adventures and stuff, whereas that's boring for me. I sometimes want to just go on and like murder everyone. So um yeah, watch that and never play it. <laughs> Right, every time, every time I watch Daisy, it's it's just running simulator, just running around, running, running for about two hours across <laughs> the map. <laughs> yeah, because I was surprised because I saw that on uh, Xbox Game Pass for huge, the actual console, and I thought, really, all the zombie games are like that, though. But, yeah, true. Right, yeah, gotta um, run. We're gonna move on because we've got a lot to get through, and we're already nearly on the the time. Um, you look all alright for time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, <clears throat> so basically, next thing I want to talk about, uh, Trev. Uh, this is quite a good one. Um, I believe you've been playing Goldeneye. We said we was going to play. Yeah, so you, yeah. I've uh, played it, I've played it. I played it on the Switch. Nick played it on the Xbox, and we want a little bit of a comparison. Um, I do have the online uh, gaming thing for the Switch. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online, whatever it's called. 30 quid a and year it gives thing you... That you don't know what you get. E... You don't you get help a lot to with set it. it up or to run it, or is that just me? <laughs> Uh, no, it's not just you. Uh, they have added more to it if you pay them a little bit more that you can play like the N64 games and the Sega yeah. Master System known as the Genesis in the States, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can you play? Uh, uh, the Genesis was the, was the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this Genesis for them and the Mega Drive for us. I don't know why it's different. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, NES and SNES games as well. Um, but uh, if you got the the more advanced version of the online, you got N64 games for free, and that included finally Gold Knight. Now, how it works was there was a deal because Rare are the guys that made the game, but they had agreements with Nintendo and Microsoft for the game back in the day. So what they decided to do was the Switch got GoldenEye, uh, but it got it all natural, nothing done to it, but it had the online play. Right, it had the online play, whereas the Xbox didn't have the online play, but it had 4K 60, so it was upscaled and looked better, nicer. Now, a lot of people would be like, oh, that's crap, I want to play the original, I want to play it online, that's the whole point of doing it. But the problem is with the online, there's two big issues. The first one is, even if you're playing online and no one else is in the bloody room, you still have split screen. You can look at every other part of your screen yeah. and see. It's as if someone's playing in front of you. I'm like, what is the point in that, Nintendo? Really, how lazy are you, man? And the second biggest issue, I couldn't get around this one, the controls are absolutely skew-whiff. They're all over the place. <laughs> like, I'm looking oh, up and down. <clears throat> it's not that it's for so me. Bad. You can't change I, the yeah, controls. Yes, Xbox has the better controls. Microsoft ma- mapped what, the you're, controls. You're saying Xbox go. has got better controls? Then the, the Switch version, Can't yes. change them. Yes. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the, what do you look like? How many of you play like me? So I'm, I pull the stick back to go up and I push the stick forward to go down. Like a plane. Oh, oh no. I, no, you only do that Ew. in a flight simulator, man. What's I wrong do that with you? everything. Oh. I always knew you were back to front. I know this is just I pretty am. I admit. I don't, I don't blame him. I would set it up any way you, I want. 
I don't, I don't um, care what everybody else does. Any way you want. Wow, very but... defensive, Gray. I wasn't even talking to you. Jesus, man. <laughs> no, Bosh. no, but I'm serious. I, I, his, I, are, you, are you his dad? He can fight his own battle. He's like, I've got a trackball. I don't care about... No, but, wait, no, but exactly. Right. But, but, but I, I, I said up first thing I care about is how I want to operate the game. That's why I have a, a, a programmable keyboard. But do you go do with your joystick, like though, Gray? If you was to use a joystick, do you go forward to look down and backwards to look up? Like a plane. I rarely use... But controller stick so i can't answer that accurately but that sounds fine to me yeah but the problem no. is if you've got them the wrong way around you disorientate straight away as soon as you play the game and That's so i, I start playing goldeneye <laughs> and i'm not gonna lie goldeneye on the xbox obviously the graphics are terrible like the original whether it's 4k or whatever it's still it's still some of the head shapes man some of the triangle some of them were like they weren't even like symmetrical it was like this guy's got a square head but he's got a high point this side obviously it's not square but it's that sort of like a square of a triangle on it, and their faces are all skewed in like like someone's got their face and stretched it. Now yeah. I can get over the graphics. I wanted to go back to play it because it was nostalgic for me. But then I got in and I got the controller, and it was impossible to shoot anyone, to try and target anyone. Uh, really? Yeah, because I couldn't look up and down. It's the wrong way round, and I can't change right. it. Oh, they don't let you change. Turn I'm the really controller surprised. upside down and then try it. I'm, I'm really Turn the hey, controller oh. upside down. <laughs> <laughs> on, right, well, actually, speaking of that, you're not far off there on the Switch. What they ask you to do, you have to go and change the controls. So the two Joy-Cons, and I realized what that may look, the two Joy-Cons, when you have them, right, you're supposed to change the settings, map some things around, and then physically change the Joy-Cons around, swap them around so that the right's in the left and the left's in the right, okay? And even then, it's not a perfect system. So I was like, screw this. If Nintendo can't even map the controls, at least they had 16 by 9 ratio. That was something. Um, but they don't have that for the N64 but... games normally. So I, I was like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm sorry. I was so looking forward to playing this. And the controls, there is way, one way around it conveniently. Do you know the one way around it? And, don't, and it's not played as the Xbox version. They do sell a N64 controller for the Switch like they do for a NES and a SNES controller. It's a Bluetooth wireless one. Yeah. And it's it looks exactly the same. You can buy that for forty quid, but it's sold out everywhere. You can never get it. So I'm not done, man. So DJ Crawford said um, you can change the controls on it because he's inverted like me, um, where we like to have back for up and forward for down. Um, and it might be because I started playing a, uh, some kind of plane sim or something when I was younger, and that's how I stayed like that. Um, but he says you can uh, click X and scroll right. Um, it's what what console though? For what? the Xbox X. Xbox. Ah, uh, okay. Hey, maybe, yeah. I mean, it's, I thought it was more controllable or, sorry, more mappable than the, the Switch. All oh, right. No, did, the, did the original um, N64 not only have one analog stick? It did, right in the middle. So it was the, I, I it can't was the, remember how you moved around with this. It was game. the first one to have it. Very difficult. The N64, well, the first did you one use a D-pad and the, to move around? So you, so, so, so you could Google it, but you had it in the middle the the joystick and on the left yeah, yeah. there's a d-pad and on the right you had your buttons and it was like you held it, it was in, the in the middle, middle wasn't it like a gamecube so, controller a little bit so you yeah. actually use the d-pad to walk and the analog to look weirder looking back ain't it, it that's just weird yeah. that was oh, a the console though no wonder they brought out the twin it, stick they didn't mm. port it to pc so i'm pissed off I'm yeah why is that i don't know i heard i thought they were going to i took for granted that they were Microsoft bring it out all their it's games because they couldn't buffer it. And it was going to go like ten thousand frames unbuffered. 
So it's just going to be like... A bunch of triangle heads everywhere. But but triangle heads and ray tracing, so that's... Yeah, ray trace triangle heads. The most efficient game of GoldenEye ever. All right, we spoke about the controls a lot. How far did you get in it, or did you give up, Trev? I didn't get very far at all. I tried for a while. I was really struggling to even shoot things because there's no gyro controls or nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I then went and watched people play it online because I'm like, I was really pissed off and upset because I really wanted to play this. But so how far I, did you get, Nick? And what do you think? Your I played it and I was sitting on the sofa playing it on the Xbox. Um, I had both my sons there and I said, look, this is a game. I said, when I was your age, this is a game that was massive. I said, everyone was oh, yeah. multiplayer. It was all about paintball. It was all about the big head mode. Um, and it was all about the golden screen. gun. Remember the golden yeah, gun? Yeah, the golden gun, yeah. That. One and, shot kill. And basically, um, I felt that nostalgic feeling, and I was like, um, my hope was to be able to play it with my kids in the same way. Now, we switched it on, and I said, look, because the way the game works is it has every level. There's so, like 13 levels or something. And the way it works is the more levels you get through, the more unlocks you get, don't you, as you go. Um, and I always remember unlocking like all the different people, like the guy with a razor hat. Um, I can't remember his name, but everyone knows who he is. I don't Bad know. job. Yeah. Anyway, so I said, look, let's play through the levels. We'll take it a turn, have a life each. I literally walked out. It was like I couldn't control. It was like I'd had 10,000 beers and I didn't know where I was aiming. Like the guy standing a foot in front of me and I can't shoot the guy. I kept shooting the ceiling, the floor, ceiling, floor. I was getting really frustrated. And then Leo's like, hey, you're an idiot. How can you not control it? It's so simple. <laughs> Old man. And started giving me a load of grief. So I give it to him, yeah. I got to the end of the first level. Um, where you go through the gates. I gave it to him. Within five minutes, he was getting stressed out of it because he couldn't control it. Then he gave it to my other twin boy. He got stressed out of it. And at that point, we never got off the first level. And I was like, I'm done. This is wasting my time. And I left. But it's because for me, the controls are upside down. So... It happens I... to me, though, that, that everybody was waiting for the game. They put the game out and it's all nothing but grief. <laughs> I mean, How hard can it be to change, let you have a, a mapping of controls on a game like that? Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, why, 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 why didn't they do something like that? Why didn't they make something? Why didn't they port it? Why did they do a lot of things? Uh, DJ Crawford said, "I thought it played well. I turned down the aim sensitivity. How did you do that? How did you get into these settings? Click X and scroll right. Uh, this dude knows everything. Sign you him up. You can change them. You can change them on both consoles. To be fair, but I think the Xbox, when you change them, are just better than they are the Switch by a country mile. Yeah, but the thing is, for me, have you ever tried playing with your up and down the wrong way around? It's impossible." I like to say I only ever do that in flight simulators, mate. In flight simulators, it should be the opposite, but in any other game, like shooter games, if you aim up, you're supposed to be aiming up. I mean, that's physics, isn't it? Well, not if but, it's just... Not, fair, if in, head, in, not if your head's in, looking, look, I'll go like that. In flight simulators, you shouldn't be using a, a controller full stop, though, to be fair, Trev. <laughs> Why not? You need a flight stick. You need a flight stick, man. Yeah, but then you can reverse that, then. You know, you got to get a hold of I would have a flight stick for like Star Citizen, but I, I'm I'm just absolutely scared to try and map it. It wow. seems so frustrating. It is. It is. <laughs> it's the worst part. Yeah, I don't know if I could do it. Um, oh, DJ Crawford said he's going to post a screenshot tomorrow uh, with little information in Discord about how to change the controls. But anyway, that was um, cool. Golden. I'm sorry, all of us. We all <clears> said <throat> we're going to play it and really get involved. We we're all so excited, and we all flopped on it basically um and we're not going to go back to it so oh, there there's there there you go that's all i can say about yeah. it <laughs> uh, everyone let us know your um views just get in the discord and tell us your views uh right 
Uh, next up, we've got a question, and this is uh, DJ Crawford. You've been waiting for this because it's your question. Um, and he says, um, how does the team earn crust? Do you have day jobs like me? I'm a software engineer developing software for scientific instruments. Right, who should we start with? Should we start with Gray at the top? I'll start with Ross. Sure. He's, he's going to sell himself, aren't you? No, no, no. I'll me? be really quick. I'll be really quick. I'm retired now, so I don't have to worry about working. Yeah. Next. No, but give us your background. And we know you're going to say, Gray worked on a radio show. Tell us. If you want my background, then I did advertising and marketing for 35 years. And, uh, and I did the radio show, too, which kind of went hand in hand with it. So that's most of my background right there. So, so. It's noise. It done that very fast. It was very fast. Right, we go around everybody, and I'll do mine last. So, Trev, what, be, what are you? IT support. So I get away with murder because I am in a techie <laughs> office, so they know how to look after themselves. So I literally play things like Stranded Deep at work and watch Nick on Twitch and, and do my personal bits and bobs and finances and all that stuff and He's write up podcast next notes. To his desk that says, do not tell them to turn it off and on again. <laughs> no, I say do, to, I know. do turn people it off think, and on People again don't understand. People really don't understand that's such a true statement. But what it's, I don't understand a reason. Is, there should be a big thing on the wall, a plaque on the wall of an office that's got like a thousand computers in it, a big plaque at the end that says, just switch it off every now and then, it'd be fine. Do you know why that actually works, people? Because they leave it on or all mo- the time. Well, multiple reasons. It's because if you've got problems, you've got a build-up of uh, cash in your machine for one, so you're flushing out the active memory at the time. I wish I had a build-up um, cash I, in my I, machine. I bet you do. And then flushing, <laughs> and then turning off the power taking power away from something also resolves it as well so that's worse a lot but, of time. but not by pulling it out that's not a good idea unless you, <laughs> yeah, you, only yeah, do that. you yeah. really have to shut it down the right way this is the same discussion as well that i have with people about people switching their computers off how many people well, don't switch their computers off at night nick these days you can pull it out with surge protection you're probably going to be fine but i wouldn't risk it for a biscuit and turn it off when you're not using it yeah electricity have you seen the prices people come on yeah they're in off. offices they don't care they're like i'm don't gonna make the these planet. people pay <laughs> but yeah he's in it support uh right comic i work for a tooling company uh, yeah, uh, cool. making cutting tools uh, <laughs> um yeah so i do the machining and sales rep on the road he right. sound, he's made that sound really yeah. boring but he's actually really high up yeah, in because his it place. is he makes like some proper crazy ass stuff. You were with the army the other day and all sorts, weren't you? Well, he used to do stuff for the MOD. Um, I probably just said it. that, and it's probably a secret he's told me. for oil and gas industry, aerospace. Um... But you do you do do all the tooling for a lot of crazy items. Like I've seen you yeah, come up with some yeah, really that... funny stuff in the past, like which is pretty. Well, cool. our biggest customer used to be British Aerospace. Yeah. Well, well, that's cool. Pressure. That's cool. Uh, Ross, toilet seat yet though. What about you, Ross? <laughs> Me? Um, do you want my background? Or do you want my current job? We can have both. both. Background and job. Okay. So background is I went straight from school into a kennels, worked with animals uh, for a couple of years, oh, about okay. three to four years, and then left that kennels to go to a doggy daycare, worked with animals for another year. Um, I left that job. Uh, and I applied for another job in an engineering company, but in the interlude, uh, I was a fairy. Uh, not a fairy. A fairy? A, I worked. <laughs> You're a fairy? <laughs> what? Uh, 
I, I was a fair goer in terms of I, I worked on Sorry, the Sorry, I think fair. fairy's better. I want to stick to fairy. <laughs> All right. I was a fairy in terms of I worked on the fair on the... Um, <laughs> on the <laughs> on the dodgems and i almost got killed on the dodgems because someone oh, yeah shit, so someone knocked me over uh whilst i was trying to get one unstuck and another person vicious wee bugger was aiming right for my head <laughs> and almost killed me so i got off and i was like mm. i did the tear down where they tear all the items down um from doing the tear down I would never ride another fair ride in my life because they, they're literally put together yep. with spit, duct tape, and hopes and dreams. Uh, but would, you ride a, <laughs> would, would you ride a fairy, though? I'll ride a fairy all day long. <laughs> all day well, long. classic. That's uh, made my eyes water, that is. Oh, your last job? It was like a girl I used to hang around with years ago when we was younger, and she didn't stop chatting. She used to chat loads and loads and loads. I said to her one day, what do you want to be when you grow up? She went, I want to be a telephone because I like talking. <laughs> Oh, no. um... uh, and now I currently work at a job where I wind coils for electromagnetic motors that go into CT scanners, roller coasters, and baggage handling systems. One of our biggest cool. customers is Amazon. And uh, yeah. Cool. There we go. Nice. What nice. about you, Nick? So for me. You're a bum, aren't you? I'm a bum. I'm a big <laughs> fat bum. I've got a big fat bum. Nah, so basically, for me, I've. I basically, up until before COVID, I actually, um, Extreme Peace UK has probably been going on for about eight years or so. Um, and I actually started off, I was a courier, an international courier. So I would do stuff in and around London and then I'd put it on planes and send it to different countries. And that's what I would do. Now, the whole of that time that I was doing that, I ran Extreme Peace UK, uh, started building, uh, I started off, like I said, with uh, Nick's PCRUO.com, which was like repairing people's laptops and screens and stuff like that. And that slowly moved into gaming. I built a bigger computer and I got into gaming, built my website, got into gaming more. And then I was like, do you know what? I said, I'm going to stop. I started building that gaming PCs for customers. And I, and I started off this thing, a service where it's quite a good service is instead of me building your computer, I would teach someone to build their own computer. And I used to charge only 100 quid to do that when I started, which ain't really wow. bad. Because if, if you go to a shop, and this is where I got a lot of my customers and a lot of my first people in the door. If you go to a shop to buy a pre-built computer or a custom-built computer, they're going to put a few hundred quid on it anyway. So you save the money and you learn yourself how to build the computer. And to be fair, I still do that to this day. If anyone wants to do that, like I only charge that to do it. And I'll, I'll do it for 50 quid. <laughs> a competition there nick i was gonna say something but i thought i won't because it's be... just proper demeaning because he's in computers as well <laughs> that'll be on your next stream yeah <laughs> but um Hello. yeah so i started doing that and i started doing a service where i build computers and i started getting a lot of lot of different um people coming in but then very quickly i wanted to go the extra mile on that so i started extreme pc uk Obviously, it's about extreme PCs. I started. I said at the time I was working with someone else, so I basically said, "Look, I'm going to stop building computers for people for money. I'm going to start because I needed to get these computers seen by people. So I said I'm going to start by building really like top end computers. And I got a good friend of mine. He came in. Um, I met him in the computer industry when I, I I was basically me Irish Guardian Zach Jansen um, would come to me. We would go at the weekends to a leisure center 
and it was a computer fair. Have you ever been to the computer fairs around the leisure centres, like where he's got all the cheap oh, parts? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we started off one of them. I had a deal with a guy where, because obviously I had really good computers. He said, "I'll give you the space for free if you bring some good computers down. And you bring people through the door," and that sort of started me on the roll. Because the next thing I'd done was, um, I met somebody who's a good friend of mine now um, at one of these shows. He said, "Come to my house. I got loads of parts." Um, and he said, "I can help you. You can build some good machines." So I went there. We built some machines together. And it just so happens that the first one I built was uh, probably at the time about between six and ten grand Omen pre-built PC. Pumped loads of water cooling into it. And I text Omen and I said to them, look, I've got one of your best computers here, but I've done loads more money to it. And do you know what? Um, HP said to me, do you want to come to our head office? I was like, all right, cool. So I went down to head office and I took this computer. And it was a mind-blowing moment for me to realize who I just built a computer for and where I was. We sat in this massive big office and there was all like teas and coffees. It was really posh. And I've never been in that situation before. And basically they said, if you just go into office number one across there and undo your computer or whatever. And a couple of people came down. I got the computer out of the box. And as I was getting out of the box, people were literally running in from upstairs. And this is head office for the world. And you had head of marketing, head of this, head of that. And they all ran in there and they were taking photos and they started sending them all around the office and more people were turning up. And then they just turned around to me and they was like, look, this is so good. We've got a show called PC Gamer Magazine coming. Um, we'd like to, to give you a stand. It's when Overwatch was released. They gave me like a 30 grand stand and they put my computer on a pedestal right in the middle. Um, and that was what set the, the bar off because that stand was actually on the back of Asus. Um, so they'd done the show. That was all good. We got to meet a lot of new people. From there... I decided I'm not going to be doing these for, for sale anymore. I'm going to literally start saying to companies, I'll give you a computer for free if you let me bring my computer and get me into your show. And so then I started moving on to all different shows. That's how I got into Insomnia. I got into Asus. I got into Intel. Um, after that, I started working on a website. I built a website. I learned all that myself. Everything's self-taught. The computers were self-taught. Um, and then, yeah, just went down that road. And that's, that's what I do is I build computers. I know a lot about computers. Um, to this day, though, when COVID hit, I actually lost my job doing um, the 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 uh, courier stuff. And so what I started doing is um, I got a few friends that got their own businesses. So I was like, do you know what? Because I've, I've lost my job anyway, which I never would have left a job. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to complete, complete can carry on doing the computer work. Obviously, no one's got no money through COVID, so the computers like dried up. Then you started getting all these prices like increase. It's getting really hard for the gaming industry. Um, so I was like, look, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to see if I can make it work. So what I started doing is I started doing um, on the side some courier work for a company over in East London. And so they'll ring me up if there's a job. Like you'll see me on stream and it'll be like, the phone will ring. I'll be like, oh, I've got to go. And I'll get a job, maybe one job a day, maybe three jobs a day, maybe five jobs. Um, and I'll go and do that. I've got a friend that does removals. Um, I've done removals for like, I don't know, 15 years. So I know all about that. Um, and he's like the, the director of the company. So me and him will go and work together and we'll do stuff like that. And basically, my goal now is to get the Discord and the podcast. That's my main focus of the community is to get that with subs. To And I appreciate anyone that gives me a sub uh, in the Discord uh, and on Twitch as well. But mainly I'm trying to push the Discord and the podcast. Um, and my main focus now is I'm not going to lie to anyone is just to not have to go and get I don't I don't want to be rich I just want to have enough money to pay my bills which I do um, to have like my family happy 
and basically just to not have to have a full-time job so I can pick and choose what days I want to do stuff so now I do a bit of streaming in the day if I haven't got a job I do streaming if I get a job come up I'll go and do that job if someone else asks me to do something I'll go and do it and basically yeah that's me a bum I just do what I want um, and I'm, I'm managing to get by and for me I think that's like the biggest achievement for me in my life is to not have to go and work for somebody else um, because the as you all know I'm up to you the thing is I'm autistic as well and you've only got to hang around me for a long time to know that I grate on people not, very fast not an autistic bomb man no <laughs> no so for me like honestly and and Ross you'll understand this it's hard work working me working for somebody else I grate on them very quickly so for me that's my goal and I've I've managed to get to that place and I'm quite happy here so and now I've been told what to do it's just a chill now you understand I've been told what to do Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry if that went on. Did that go on really long? No. Are you all Not like, really. All of you are yawning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, oh, the, one thing I, the one thing I will vouch for that you just said, because I was in the same boat, is that I never worked for anybody. I always had my own company. It, it had its ups and downs, but I would, I would always do it that way. It is hard to work and, for someone else. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. I did it once for like a year, and I said, screw this. I'm going to go back to my own thing. <laughs> yeah, especially, especially if you're me. It's even harder. I'll say, I'll say yeah. the company I work for, the the boss is absolutely amazing, my MD, and I've worked there for 14 years, and he's always looked after me. I, I don't think I've Oh, yeah, there's the, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I didn't want to make it sound like there's, there's mm. jobs like that. Don't you you do get do. some nice companies to work for. Yeah, no, you yeah, probably do. But it is getting rarer and rarer now. So. Yeah, and you for do. me, I, yeah, I, I just definitely. grate on people, so people very quickly get annoyed with me if I spend too much time with them. You lot are all right, because you don't have to deal with me every day. Yeah. Try, try spending four or five days of them in a Sunday event. <laughs> it's funny. I, I, I enjoyed it, to be honest. It was funny as hell. That's because I you're the same as me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. To be fair. Um, because, yeah, me, me and Ross are both autistic, and we both got these different traits to each other, but we do understand each other, whereas a lot of people don't understand us. And a lot of people that don't know us on a personal level think, oh, yeah, that's all right. But when you get to know us, you're like, man, get these dickheads away from me. They're doing me in. They're too much. And I'm vouching <laughs> for Ross as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Um, I won't say as well, like, you do get good bosses, but also once you lose the respect for any boss that you do have, as Nick say, you just don't want to work for them anymore and you want to get out and do your own thing, which is difficult. But if you do end up doing that and you can sustain it, keep to it as much as you can. Yeah. Well, I've done, do you know what? I've done every job. Like, literally, me growing up, I've done so many jobs, and I literally just walk out a job. My mum and dad, once they bribed me with a scooter, they were going to buy me a moped if I went to work. So I went to work for, like, three days. The scooter turned up, and then I left. <laughs> that's, that's just the way it went. Like, they'd already paid for it. Um, uh, they tried to return it? <laughs> yeah. Um, DJ Crawford says, thank for the background, folks. Uh, it's good to get to know you people. Um you say you do, you're a dev um, yourself. Uh, let us know what, what you do with your scientific instruments. That sounds pretty cool. I, I deal with a lot of people in my work that are software engineers, DJ. Uh, most of them, they're all techie people. So I, there's most of them are software engineers. So that's why my job is so cushy, because they know what they're doing. And if they try so to break something, it's... Be- well, they either... This is the problem. They either ask me for stuff that they, like, they need equipment and stuff, or... They tried to ask for something way too complicated. Like they're asking for GitHub stuff, and you'll know what GitHub is. Some some of you guys, especially DJ, yeah. I don't program, 
So I've no, I know what GitHub is now, but I'm like, we need to speak to someone else. I don't know how to help you with that one. So they ask for stuff way, way above my yeah. head. Uh, but yeah. Do, do you know wait. what I get a lot, which I really dislike, which I get a lot, is someone will come to me, and it could be a random person, but they'll come to me and they'll ask me a question about computers or about computing. And then before I get to give them the answer, they tell me their version of the answer. And then I'll go, well, no, I think this. And they'll go, no, I think that. And I'm like, I don't get it. You came and asked me something, told <laughs> you the answer, and you told me I was wrong, and you, you went with your answer anyway. <laughs> it happens all the time. But in computers, you do get this, and you'll probably get it as well, Trev. You'll get someone come through because they need IT support, and they'll come through to you, and then you'll be trying to help them, but they'll try and try and have a little game with you, like a secret mind game. They know more than you. Oh, yeah, the, the smart arses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that know all. I, just, oh, I hate those guys. They I'll just, I'll just go do it yourself then. They all need shot. Like, Jesus, like, just leave me alone. Yeah. Or, or the other person, Nick, there's two types. There's that person, and there's the person that uh, is the proper pain in the arse. You know, the one that has, that's completely IT illiterate. The, the, <laughs> the old wifey or the secretary that barely struggles to turn a PC on. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> turn it off and on again. How do I do that? <laughs> oh, you can't even do that. Where's right? the this is how you do it. You, you pull the trigger down, you point it <laughs> under your chin, and then you just press. Uh, um, anyway. DJ Crawford says uh, airport security, explosive detection. Um, I can't even say that next bit, whatever that says. Ramen? A ramen ramen. Isn't that a noodle? What that. the hell? That sounds, a bit, that sounds a bit naughty. Big actually. farm. Yeah. Sounds fun. Big farm companies. It sounds like I'd walk into that interview and they'd go, um, so do you know about this? I'd go, no. They'd go, go away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Funny, um, we did. We was going to talk about um, God of War, but I believe we've gone way too far and you lot have hanged around yeah. long enough. Um, That's cool. Next week's fine. But we'll how, put it towards before, the top next week. Before we go, before we go, how have you found it, comic? Yeah, it's cool. Would uh, you do it again? Had fun. Yeah, do it again. Ooh. I don't have to be on every week. This We're is late halfway for me, right? there. I'm an early riser, so you know, half ten's usually my bedtime. But oh, you know, Jesus again. Christ, man! Don't you have you're younger than me. Like, you've you've kept me. I get up about half five. For I'm going to be late and... tomorrow. Ah, and my boss, okay, he's so five. nice. He's going to be fine with it. <laughs> yeah. No, he will. that means tomorrow you're going to be tired. Is that it? Uh-oh. Overtime day. Well, Bro. right with that. Thank you, comic, for coming on. Thank you a lot for coming on. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it was a good podcast, I feel. Um, to anybody, please get into our Discord. Just go to Extreme PC UK, uh, wherever you search for Discord. I don't even know where you search for Discord anymore. Do you search on, on Google? Discord. On the internet. <laughs> Do you just type <laughs> into Google Extreme PC UK Discord? <laughs> Google, Discord, and anywhere else. That's proper good advice, engine. that. Google, <laughs> Discord, anywhere else. <laughs> we can't find it. <laughs> If you can't find us, ask Ross. He'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you. Um, Come find you can me. find Ross. Ross Light everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Ross Light underneath everything. Uh, Ross Light on YouTube, Twitch, TV. <laughs> and with that, no. um, we're all going to shoot off. Just stick for the raid. Um, I'm going to try and end the stream uh, nicely, but I don't know if it's going to work. Cheers, everyone, for coming on. This will go out tonight at 12. Hopefully, it goes out at 12. We'll see. And apart from that, I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks again, everyone. Cheers, people. Bye. 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 <laughs> I don't want to set the world on fire